And we are back. Welcome back to Utter Descent. I'm your host, Brian, and with me this week, I got our new co-host, Pat. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Yeah, we've been promising this guy for weeks now, I think. Can't remember if those were discussions with our group or actually on the podcast, but I'm going to assume they were on the podcast. Yeah, so, let's just yeah. say that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, now we, we got a new guy. Um, yeah, Pat, why don't you tell us a bit about your, your gaming history and like games you like, games you hate. Sure. Why you don't like Nintendo. Oh, God. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's start off with the positives, I guess. Uh, for me, it was mostly early on I was introduced to Sega Genesis for way too many years after it came out. And then I didn't upgrade to anything until probably about a PlayStation 2 era. So, Shit. yeah, I missed out on a lot of good stuff. But Shit. luckily my cousin was rich, so I'd just go over there and play his stuff anyway. <laughs> oh, nice. So... But for me, I would say, like, games that I would prefer over most, if I were to put it in, like, genre perspective, I like first-person shooters more than really anything. I slowly started getting to RPGs way later in life, more so because I was just, you know, getting run down with shooters. You can play Halo so many fucking times, you know? Hey, hey. <laughs> you can play Halo 2 until your eyes bleed, okay? That's true, but yeah, when your fingers start bleeding, that's when I have an issue. <laughs> yeah, or when the game becomes... 10 20 years old <laughs> exactly yeah it starts getting a little dated and then i kind of just uh as of recently i've kind of taken a little step back from gaming recently which kind of sucks but it at least lets me focus on like the ones that have been recently coming out for me like the last of us god of war um oh god i don't even know what other ones obviously halo only halo one through three the other ones i don't even acknowledge <laughs> whoa whoa <laughs> And... I don't know if I really want to start this argument again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to end up talking well, about a completely different game by the end of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like how when Eric and I went off on that rant about Morrowind for fucking 45 minutes. <laughs> don't you, don't, how can you say that the other Halo games weren't even worth playing? I mean, I get that 343 Industries is kind of a load of dicks. But... It, was, it was more or less the, I mean, for me, it wasn't that big of a deal. But I'm coming from, like, a different consumer perspective as if, like, they didn't read the books and they didn't go, like, super heavy into Halo series. You're going to be lost when you get the four. That's absolutely true. Yeah. But, I mean, you could also just nerd up and read the books. That is true, but not a lot of people have that luxury, I guess. Or, well, not luxury, I should say patience. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> what do you mean luxury? So, some have not the capability. <laughs> I mean, yes, the average Call of Duty player probably doesn't have the IQ points required to read. That's, That's why yeah. it's a big quick time event. Exactly. <laughs> press press A here and you win. Yeah. <laughs> press F to pay respects to your fallen soldiers. As I grab your head and literally hold it down next to the button and say, this one, the one that's glowing <laughs> yeah. green. No, not that one. Yeah, the one, one I highlighted. <laughs> it's pulsing in your face. Just push it. It wants you to push it. I'll just push it for you. There you go. <laughs> we did it. We bought. We all won the Call of Duty. Yeah, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> uh, but Jesus. yeah, I say for me to wrap up here. I I game very not often, but I try and get in as much as possible when I can, and then I try and like focus in on games I want to play rather than just play anything under the sun. So I'm a bit selective, I would say. Yeah, I mean compared to the rest of us on here you're probably playing a lot less games but that being said the number of times i've had conversations with you about games you're not like you know some 
oh, I just play games on my phone kind of a person. Yeah. I'm a gamer. Yeah, no, mind. yeah, Get no. The fuck those, those people are a cancer to society. Yeah. <laughs> just let me hook you up to the milking machine real yeah. quick. Hey, you like uh, you like using credit cards? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is so much work. Can I just give you money so I can win? Yeah, can you just give me the the credit scene and I just give you fifteen dollars? Right. <laughs> 15 excuse me sir try well, i'm talking significantly games. more <laughs> uh but anyway yeah what about on the negative side like i would say like what games i hate the most yeah genres i'm not in companies i used to be a huge rts fan but yeah. then i just i do not i can't stand them anymore and i'm not entirely sure why or what changed my opinion really but because I used to play like StarCraft 2 all the time with like my buddy Jeff when I was unemployed for two years of being a bum. And it was I mean, that's a good time to do yeah, it. Oh God, <laughs> it was the greatest time to do it. But like as I got into them more, I'm just like, God damn, these games are the same freaking game over and over and over again. And then pretty much I gave up on that. And then I went on to MMOs and then started hating MMOs after that. <laughs> well, I mean, you hooked yourself up to two trip theaters of constant repetition exactly yeah and that, that was my ultimate sense. downfall and because i had such a a huge amount of free time on my hands to play this and i literally burnt myself out from it and now That's it's like if the game doesn't get straight to the point anymore i want fucking nothing to do with it <laughs> uh, i didn't know you played that many rts's maybe we can uh revitalize that and get you to play a couple rounds with me and kevin we can try that yeah because we we went through a spout of StarCraft uh, the beginning of this year for uh, it was a couple months we were playing it on and off. Okay, uh, we weren't we were just playing against the AI, so you know you can't not, do anything other than that. <laughs> yeah, there, we to me there is no there. other game. <laughs> yeah, there was there was one point when we used to play the original StarCraft um, where Kevin and I had been. I don't think he had ever played StarCraft. I think I introduced it, him to it, and we played so many games as a team and then i was like oh we should try playing against each other and we got gridlocked and got very upset uh I'm really like, let's not do this again this is <laughs> <laughs> one of us is going to get punched in the mouth if we don't stop <laughs> it's going to end in violence <laughs> yeah we're we're both kind of being assholes about it and everything about our teams that are annoying are shining very brightly let's let's stop before we start hating each other exactly exactly <laughs> Because I remember just playing with Jeff, and we we try and like put everything on like extreme hard difficulty or whatever the hell it was, and we, me and him would try and team up and verse the main like whatever it was like the Zerg or something like that. He mm. would just have an entire completely battle plan, tell me none of it, and then start flanking <laughs> the enemy. And then all I hear is Pat help, Pat help. I'm like, what do you need help with? And then I'll scroll up on the map and be like, what the hell are you doing all the way up there? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I was gonna try this flanking maneuver yeah, and when not the tell fuck anybody. Are you gonna tell me? <laughs> so uh, yeah no we're much better at, at communicating we usually come up with the plan ahead of time okay and then move <laughs> into it and it usually falls to shit the second that we hit the the enemy but but at least you're you going know, down together try. and not as just one per unit <laughs> yeah yeah and the other thing that was fun about that was like i'll play as each one of the teams like i i like the zerg protoss yeah. Terran. i'll play as all of them i, I don't really think i have a favorite unless you're asking me to play a certain way like if you want me to play a defensive one obviously i'm going to go with the protoss yeah um but that was one of the fun things about playing it was kevin was strong on the terran so he would just handle like 
whatever it was he was going to do, and I'd pick up the slack on whatever. Yeah, you're like, like a do. like a heavy in a support class, essentially. Right, or if he wanted to play a little bit more defensive, or or kind of go for a long end game attack, like you know, building up uh, battle cruisers and teleporting them in, I could then play as you know the Zerg and do a lot of distracting kind of stuff. That's true. Yeah. See, yeah, so. we never. We didn't go that far into it. <laughs> it was more or less, all right, let's go up this ramp and see what happens. <laughs> nice. Now, I think it'd be pretty fun to play as a group on that. That'd be, it'd be interesting to, to introduce another person to the mix of our normal battle plan. Yeah, it might, it might make me actually uh, enjoy RTSs again. Yeah, who knows? Or maybe you'll just hate them even more. It's a, that's a good possibility. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what about other other genres like platformers and um see I don't really indul- like indulge in a lot of platformers because seeing how I'm like kind of selective with what I play it's it kind of sucks cuz I end up doing it to myself I end up buying games that I think are going to be good and a lot of people are chalking them up online saying like yo you got to get this like for instance recently I got the new Devil May Cry and I did mm-hmm. not enjoy it at all it was Everyone online's, oh my god, it's a nine out of ten. It's so good. You got to get this. And I'm just like, all right, you know, I I enjoyed the the all the way up to three that I played on PlayStation. I'm like the fourth or whatever, which one this is, five or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it can't be that bad. So I got it. I played it. Graphically, it's impressive, but the story is literally the most hack job story ever. And you can see nice. everything coming a million miles away. And it's just like this. I don't. I didn't pay this. I didn't pay sixty dollars just just play the combat of this game. I wanted a complete good game, not just to get a super sexy style ranking and have my points become a lot so I can collect red orbs and do the whole microtransaction that they implement into the game. Oh, that's what the SS ranking is. Yeah. Now I understand. Yep. It's like <laughs> it makes a lot more sense. You can now. go up to like it goes all the way up to SSS, which is I think super sexy style or something something to that factor <laughs> and i'm just like this is a little too japan for my flavor <laughs> you know you could be lying to me right now and i'd have no way of checking you. no i, I am 100 percent serious i am super serious right now it's awesome <laughs> and like it's it's invigorating sometimes because the announcer gets you pumped up but to in order to get to get that type of ranking in the game you have to do so many moves and you have to know so many moves, let me reiterate, and then have to pull them off exactly in order for them to keep like chaining together in order to get that ranking. And the only way to do that is to constantly play the game in practice mode over and over again. I was like, no. yeah, I don't got time for that. Right. Right. So. It's like when, when we delved into Fortnite for like a couple days of, of gameplay. I'm like, oh man, maybe this is actually fun. You know, this cartoony style is kind of annoying. I don't like third person shooter, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, you know, I can kind of deal with this. And then I got boxed to death and went, no. <laughs> People no. started building skyscrapers around you. <laughs> no, a guy literally, I had him dead to rights and he just built a box around me and killed me. Oh, jeez. Like, he, he had no weapon. He just built me to death. <laughs> That's when I quit. I'm so- like, no. So essentially, he turned you into a sim and made you pee and die. In an yeah. Empty room. Oh yeah. Yeah. While well, he danced and and flossed at me. Of course. Like, I can't. I can't play this. Maybe if I had you know high school levels of spare time, I yes. could get good at this. But I just don't care. I totally a hundred percent agree. That's go, that's the only time you can get good at that game. Right. I'll go back to to PUBG and kill people who can't jump 
twice yeah, their height. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not interested. <laughs> I'll go play a real first person shooter. Uh, but anyway, um, so yeah, let's. Uh, we kind of already talked about a few recent games. Um, True. I've already started bitching about a few recent ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's any ones that I've that I've heard of that were announced recently a lot of the stuff that i've been reading about is just more people complaining about the new sonic movie which oh i i don't give a flying fuck about yeah because well apparently played. it's delayed now till 2020 yeah i just read that this morning so I that's think... what you get for being a bunch of assholes to your development team and well the thing is is it is 2019 who is asking for a sonic movie <laughs> i don't know who who pitched this to hollywood and they're just like Holy shit, why did we never think of that? Right. It'd be like if they came out with a Crash Bandicoot Yeah, movie. Like, exactly. Why? Like, why? And then they came out, and it's literally the dude in the costume from the commercials, and he's everything else is CGI except for him. Oh, I forgot about those commercials. <laughs> yeah, do you remember? That'd, that be, <laughs> that'd be fucking fantastic. <laughs> he's just outside with a microphone just yelling at everybody. <laughs> Oh, that'd be so good. Or if they made it like the old Godzilla movies. Yeah, <laughs> he's just crushing cardboard <laughs> buildings. <laughs> oh, that would have been so much better than whatever the fuck they're trying to do with Sonic. Yeah, you're if not If they kidding. like just just went like full blown, you know, camp on this. Like we know we're being stupid. Yeah, we're not if you, trying. If to you're gonna if you're gonna go this. for it, go for it. Right. Nobody likes a half ass job. Oh, I forgot about those old those old commercials like the n64 commercials where they were using the uh controllers nunchucks yep <laughs> uh, that was a different time it was it was a simpler time yeah when they actually had some decent advertising going on instead of just like here we're going to show you some fake parts of the game that aren't actually yeah, there that don't actually exist right this never happens what are you talking about <laughs> but it looks cool doesn't it yes but how does it play? Oh, like like shit. <laughs> yeah, utter like crap. You're, like you're sticking your hands in shit and just fingering it. That's what it plays <laughs> like. It's moist at least, though. At least they're considerate. Yeah, I mean, depends on the game. That's true. Like like Mortal Kombat, because I feel like that one's more like a dried piece of shit at this point, since we're on 11. That is true. But I will say they did up the production value, which is kind of nice to see. It took way too long, but... I feel like they're finally getting somewhere with it. What do you mean? As far as like actually developing a story instead of just rehashing up. Oh, here comes Shao Kahn. Oh, he wants to take over the Earth Realm again. Up, oh, Raiden's gonna stop him. Raiden wins, and that's it. That was that was uh, eight games. So, what are they doing differently this time? Because I don't know how it would be a Mortal Kombat game if it didn't follow that. Well, it I don't I don't want to say it kind of follows that because it goes off of the one. It takes that formula essentially and starts like flipping it on itself, saying like there's a reason why it's happened like this so many times. So they start it incorporating like I don't want to say time travel, but like parallel universes and stuff. Okay. And it's all about apparently breaking this cycle, and it's like apparently it goes like way deeper than any other Mortal Kombat has. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Did you ever play? I think it was was it Armageddon? I think it might have been Armageddon. There was one. Oh wait, no, you had a PS2. Yeah, I did. There was one for the PlayStation Two that was a. Uh, it was like an RPG instead of just a straight fighting game. So you'd like run around this 
multi-leveled overworld where like at one point you'd be in and i don't i've played a ton of mortal kombat games but i don't remember the majority of like the names of stuff so oh you're talking about mortal kombat armageddon yeah okay sorry you lost me there for a minute i thought you were talking about a totally separate game <laughs> no no i'm talking about mortal kombat armageddon. okay so gotcha. you did play this game yes i did so you're saying it's more interesting than that one because i thought that actually had a pretty decent overarching story because it was like following your character as he's trying to do whatever the fuck it was he was trying to do true i mean that one was a little bit more they did involve a lot more into that game and like they have a way bigger character selection like compared to all the other uh mortal combats i've noticed that the character selection has been getting like less and less like i'm looking at the roster right now for armageddon and it's like the ones that i've seen recently have nowhere near this many people but i think as far as like story-wise goes I don't know 100% if this one's the better one, but I would say Mortal Kombat 11 still, in my book right now, takes the cake out of any of the ones I've played. Yeah, I'm looking up the characters right now, too, from Armageddon. Yeah, that's a significant... Yeah, there's like a shit ton of people in here. Some of which I don't even remember who the hell they are. Well, they probably only showed up for like one game, and if you didn't play that game... And that's what pisses me off about the new one a little bit, is they're kind of like reptiles not in it, goro's dead apparently and like they like just killed off all these characters for like no reason and it's like but these guys were like the staple of mortal Kombat. like why would you get rid of them you know what they're gonna do dlc yeah yes (laughs) (laughs) because i'm looking at the roster right now and there's already at least one of them listed as dlc oh really yeah which one uh shang shun oh yeah he's um yeah, I think he's actually going to be in, like, the first pack of it or whatever that comes out. Yeah. But I don't, they haven't announced who else is coming out with them. But, yeah, know. DLC That's... fighting games is, is the dumbest shit ever. Yeah, I mean, look what they did to uh, Dead or Alive, whatever the fuck it's called now. Yeah, the new one. Six? Seven? I don't know what the new one is. It's, uh, no, Dead or, Alive, Dead or Alive 5 last round. They did come out with six. Okay. But... That one, at least on Steam, is free, and I played it for like, I don't know, maybe an hour. I was like, oh man, I remember why I like this game so much. It's such an interesting combat style, and then I went to go play as a different character, and they're like, that'll be DLC, please. Yeah. Like, uh, how much DLC? At least $10 per character. No, I'm out. That and I'm gone. The fact that they did that to that series, like, I was never a huge, like, dead or alive person. But I played the the ones on for PlayStation 2 and everything, and I enjoyed them for what they were, because it reminded mm-hmm. me a lot like Tekken, and I was a massive Tekken fan. And uh, just how they pieced that game out the way they did, I'm like, how is this allowed? Like, I understand, like, now the whole gambling and gaming thing's kind of going off the rails right now, and, like, people are banning games from their being imported into their countries and shit. Mm-hmm. But it's like, how did something like this get, like, like looked over all the way through fucking development to the end and literally up on steam and people are like wait what is this game now you want me to pay for the game and then pay for each character on top of that that makes no fucking sense well we we've talked about this a couple of times now on on the show it's we did it to ourselves we we let them dlc us true it used to be that that they'd put out a half of a game as a demo Mm-hmm. back in the old days and be like just please buy our game yep please. they were begging like, people to put, play it and buy it and then as gaming became more mainstream and the call of duties came out and you know battlefields and all the 
they just slowly encroached into this. And I'm not necessarily blaming it on Call of Duty, but... No, but <laughs> games of I that genre, yeah. I kind of remember them being one of the first ones that, that they were asking me for more coins. Yep. Um, I remember Halo 2 had one DLC, but it was like all of these extra maps and game modes and stuff. Yeah, that was and they the mainly the online though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was all online. Okay. It was all online stuff, and they eventually gave it away for free. Oh, uh, okay. But that was in the early years of Xbox Live, so they... Yeah. But they were also weren't coming out with a Halo every single year. Right. Which but could, it made also, it justifiable, too. Well, yeah, exactly. They were like, well, you're going to need something to play until we come out with the Xbox 360. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they also gave it away on a disc. Like, they actually had to have you buy physically what this was not like nowadays oh, where... yeah oh my god I, I totally know what you're talking about now yeah you actually that... had to go get the discs so yep. they actually had a cost yep. behind what they were doing that is true holy shit i totally forgot about that because i remember when i was at um my friend alex's house he had to uh he had to do the same thing and get um that he got i think he got it mailed to him or something like that he got it like he one of the first early purchases off of amazon or some shit <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he had to get it mailed to him. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And I think that was the first time I ever remember seeing that. And then I think Call of Duty was the next one that started doing. And it wasn't that small bit that, that Halo did. There was very significant. Like you could constantly be buying more and more stuff. Yeah. And I remember um, the next big one that, that did it was. And it may have been before or after this. But I do remember that Oblivion. Uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion, they did that. Really? Yeah, there was a lot of DLC. My brother and I bought a ton of their DLC. Oh, Because okay. they had, like, new spells and, like, the ability to, to make your own spells, I think, was one of them. There were, like, hideouts that you could go to. and Oh. I always thought they were, like, expansions because they were, like, new areas you could explore. Now, they had... They did have, like, new sections of the campaign that you could buy, which okay. was on the more reasonable end of DLC. Yeah. But there was a lot of other stuff that was just like, hey, if you're if you really like being a thief, buy the thief's hollow or whatever oh, the fuck they called geez. it. And it's your own little like house you can and there's there were items and stuff in it, but it was not worth the money that we spent. Yeah. Damn. But we did it to ourselves. We all we all true. put money into it and encouraged them to have this bad behavior and now they're now they've we gone are so we are. far. And we we're all pushing back and going, No, we'll just not buy your game. Yeah. Which it's kind of hard to get everybody to get, like for. I don't want to go too heavy into Anthem or anything like that, but that's a <laughs> that is just like the perfect fucking example <laughs> of what not to do as a consumer and also as a developer. Uh, no, I I see them starting to pull back and be a little bit more reasonable. I mean, what EA did with the lat yeah with the latest uh, Battlefield was surprising. I never got a chance to play it. I didn't. I heard the battle royale wasn't like doing well either. I didn't touch a battle royale, not because oh. I didn't want to, just I haven't had a chance to. Okay. Um, but what they did was they normally what Battlefield does, and Kevin has bought into this every time. So he, if you next time he's on and you're on, you mm-hmm. can give him some shit about that just to get his blood pressure up again. <laughs> okay. As he knows this is his fault, but he would buy the season pass for Battlefield. Oh, why? Yeah, every time. <laughs> He would, and he would pre-purchase it too. It wasn't like he just signed on and bought it. Like the second it was announced, he would buy it. Wow! And he, the way that they worked is they would come out with their game, and then 
another map and another map and another map and you had to buy every single fucking one of them if you yep. didn't get the season pass but mm-hmm. i i'm like what in the hell are you doing this is such a waste of money they should just re- it's not like there's that much to a battlefield game no it's like, all reskinned that's all it is like yes i i've played a ton of them i really do like battlefield as a genre of online shooters mm-hmm. it's very well done but and this is the giant but there's no campaign and when they when they do have the campaign in there, it's shit. Yeah. And they shouldn't have even bothered. And they, they don't have a humongous number of maps. So it's not like they have... It's not like there's a legitimate reason to be releasing them individually and charging you out the ass. Exactly. If they if Every time they're completed a map, it should be a free automatic download to your console. Right. Which is what they've done with the latest Battlefield. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Battlefield 5, they, they let everyone have whatever was as part of what they initially purchased okay there's still dlc i believe when it comes to like gun skins and stuff oh yeah that maybe. stuff's never gonna go away but you know what leave it i i'm fine you want to get yeah. your, your money that way go ahead <clears throat> if it's I'm cosmetic never i'm it. okay with it but if it turns into like adding more to the story or like ex- like uh for perfect example fu- the newest final fantasy that came out when they needed to charge you more money on top of the base game that you already paid for to further explain the story that made absolutely no fucking sense that was the <laughs> biggest fucking slap in the face i have ever done i like i i i sat down because this i think i played the game when i had my uh wisdom teeth pulled out so i had plenty mm-hmm. of time to play this game ran through the whole story had watched the movie watched the anime and played the entire game and it still made no fucking sense and then here I, mean, I find out two months later they're going to come out with story DLCs for every individual character that's $20 each to help oh. explain the story. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? 20 bucks. That's... Yeah. I'm, I'm fairly certain it was $20 a head. Even if it was $5, it's still ridiculously unnecessary. Although, to be fair, Final Fantasy games, story-wise, are very um, uncomprehensible. Like, they oh, yeah. Are, they are just nonsense but the like the the way they the way they made this game is they were like oh you have to you have to watch the anime you have to watch the movie because it's like such great content it's going to make the story feel that much more rewarding and then you get to the end and you're just like i don't even know what the fuck happened i don't even know how i got here <laughs> who am Appar- i apparently i've been hiding in a crystal for 20 years i'm like how the fuck does this make sense right it just it was so thrown together and i know it went through like developmental hell and everything like that but that means that that doesn't give you the right to just go out and say, screw it and just sell it to everybody. Be like, oh, That's look at this problem. crazy combat. And it's just like, yeah, the combat's cool and all, but like, this is un, like, I literally have no idea who anybody is right now. Well, and there's a problem. It's like, stop, stop making me pay for your stupidity. Exactly. They're like, punishing you, the consumer for it. Right. You make a mistake, fire the executive that was in charge of that. Mm-hmm. Fuck that guy. Yep. Or girl. Get them the fuck out of there, and and tell and be like transparent about it. Tell everybody right. what's going on, so that way, when people put you under the microscope and go, "Why the hell did it take ten years to come out with this game?" It's like, well, look, we dropped off a CEO or dropped off a director or something like that. We had to start from scratch. Like, don't like just lie about it, right? Right. Or then you'll just end up with a fucking Duke Nukem forever. And exactly. An absolutely god awful game. Exactly. <laughs> I forgot they redid that one. <laughs> Game was terrible. 
It was so terrible. <laughs> I only played the demo, and that's all I needed to play. It's like, well, I've experienced Duke Nukem now. Goodbye. Yeah. Before we get lost in another one of those conversations, yeah, let's, for actually, real. <laughs> let's actually get into what we're we're here to talk about, which is the masterful dying light. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. One of the the beautiful plump cherries beautiful. that I picked out of my my zombie collection. <laughs> you mean that rotten turd that we found into the corner and said, "Hey, maybe you'll play this." I mean, it fits with the zombie genre, but you it's know, true. It's, it's a nicely polished. Oh, rotting turd, a polished rotting turd. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, for those of you who don't know what Dying Light is, which would fairly surprise me, it's a pretty big title. Um, Dying Light's a first-person zombie killing game. Um, if anyone has ever played Dead Island, it's <clears throat> very similar to that. And if anyone's ever played Mirror's Edge, imagine taking those two and smushing them together. Yeah. That's kind of what Dying Light plays as. Exactly. Um, very big open world RPG elements, lots of, uh, hand-to-hand combat, a little bit of guns mixed into it. Not the worst crafting I've ever seen. Um, very intricate game when it comes to its, its combat style and how it plays out with, with fighting the zombies. So, uh, what was your initial reaction to this game when you first started playing it? Positive, negative? I would say for me, it was it was fairly neutral in the beginning because I was introduced to this game when it did come out, but I didn't really partake into that type of style of gaming then. So I watched several people play it and everything like that. So I kind of like it looked good from what I saw up until I played it myself. And yeah, I understand the game's five years old and like, you know, it's it's kind of dated and everything like that. But the it was fine up until when you go out to the world and explore, you're constantly under attack, and that's what bothered me the most about it. Because I'm like type of person, I like to take my time, I would like to explore, loot a little bit, but every goddamn corner and every goddamn alleyway I went down, there was some stupid zombie there, throw the firecrackers, distract them a bit, go over, start lockpicking, break at least 16 fucking lockpicks. <laughs> <laughs> and then here comes the fucking thing batting me on the back and i'm just like god damn it throw another one keep going at it and i just get so frustrated that i'm just like you know what screw it i don't even want it and i just leave <laughs> <laughs> so i'm i'm hearing the old adage you just need to get good yes coming coming to mind i mean have you never played a game that has that lock picking mechanic i have but you usually get a skill or something later on down the road that makes it at le- the thing that i didn't like the most about the lock picking was that no matter how many times you did it, you're you're still kind of just stuck there, and you're just kind of having to guess like where to go. Yeah, I understand like the vibration and stuff like that. You're supposed to feel for it, but I figured there would have been like a skill or something that makes it like like very hard ones, medium level or something like that, something to that effect. Uh, now I don't want to get too deep into this, but this is actually exactly how I wanted lock picking to work in other games because I don't want to waste points. I like every Fallout. I don't think they did this version. In, no, I think they did do it in Skyrim. I don't like this particular style of lockpicking, but it's very easy to um, to beat and get good at. And so I never wanted to waste my points in there, and I didn't want them to waste their time developing that entire thing. Give me something else from the RPG aspect. Okay. So I, I, okay. I really like the lockpicking in here because it's, it's easy. Like I, I don't me, think I ever made any lockpicks. 
Oh, jeez. Yeah, I've I've made a lot. I've made a lot of that in med kits. <laughs> med kits make sense, but... But, I mean, the lockpicking thing for me was just... It was more or less like I'm trying to just get in and get out. So I'm trying to avoid as much confrontation with the zombies as much as possible. Because, like, I, I, I'll just say it. I sucked at this game. But for trying to just get to the point A to point B, I'm like, oh, I'll explore a little bit. But it kind of pushed me away from wanting to explore because of how much of a threat was all around me at all the time. Mm. And it kind of, like, I just want to, like... I can understand there's certain areas you can go into. There's a lot of threats, and that'd be cool. But if it's the entire game, it's just like I have no reason to like want to go on ground level right now because I'm just gonna get fucked up when I go down there. Right, which I think is kind of the point they were trying to true to build. But like, that's they... just me as a person, I guess. <laughs> uh, don't back down on this, you little bitch. I'm Come not. On. I'm not. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> so what if you were to give like a, a a blurb about it on the back of a box? Like, worst zombie game you've ever played? No, I wouldn't say it's the worst. I've... Oh, God, I can't remember what that one was that I played on PlayStation for a little bit. But it, was, it wasn't, it was like, really close to this, but it was a zombie-type game. God, what the hell was it called? Um, Seven Days to Die, I think it is, or something? Seven Days to Die, the crafting game? I think so. Is that what it is? Very bad graphics. Yes, yeah, very bad graphics. Um... Like, maybe ten skins for the zombies in total? Yep, yeah, that was it, yeah. And they start running at night? Yeah, that was the worst one. Uh, <laughs> that was the worst not, one I've played. I'm not, I'm not getting into this. That's one of my favorite zombie games. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> that one was so bad. Oh, I'm gonna make you play that one now. God damn it. <laughs> oh my god, I love that game. This anyway. one, I would say Dying Light for me isn't the worst, but it definitely isn't the best because I'm like I was a, I was kind of a massive fan of uh, I don't know do you would you put The Last of Us in a zombie genre? Oh yeah, that's okay. Very that's much a that's god tier for me. It's that's a good game. Yeah, I will not lie, but I don't think it's because of the combat mechanics. I think that game was good. Just oh no, of its story. Yeah, that's that one's. I would say they're two vastly type different games. But if you want to put them in the zombie type world game, that one's the best. And I would say Dying Light maybe is like. If I had a choice, like, three, four games down from that, maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm looking at it more of, like, the game as a whole, like, including the story, including the combat, including everything, so. Mm -hmm. I mean, how else are you supposed to judge the game? True. Um, let's see what Steam has to say about it. Steam describes Dying Light as a first-person action survival game set in a post-apocalyptic open world overrun by flesh-hungry zombies. Roma City devastated by a mysterious virus epidemic scavenge for supplies craft weapons and face hordes of the infected and it's got a very positive review so it's a pretty decent uh summary i'm glad they didn't mention brain eating that always bothers me when they do that in zombie games brain eating <laughs> yeah <laughs> or when they like use all the tropes to describe how what zombies do as if like nobody knew what the fuck they do anymore exactly <laughs> like, i just want one zombie movie game where like they see the zombies intermediately like oh this is a zombie apocalypse yeah and we know what's going on exactly instead of being like oh, i don't understand what's happening to you it's like, i don't my, my kid is sick my kid's sick can you hold them and then they're just biting them in the neck i don't understand what's happening right like uh the remake of uh no it wasn't night of the living dead which one was it it was the dawn of the dead dawn of the dead remake yeah yep 
oh my god, call an ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> As she's chewing his fucking neck off. What's happening, honey? Are you okay? Yeah, it's like, uh, that bitch just bit your yeah. husband, yeah. boyfriend in the she, neck. She came walking Run. in with blood all over her. I don't think she's alright. <laughs> right. And again, everyone knows what a fucking zombie is. Run. Exactly. Uh, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, no, this, I, as I said before, I really do like this game. It it hits a lot of the key points that I enjoy in the zombie games. I thought they did a really good job with the with the combat. We'll get into the story later, but in terms of like movement throughout the city, the constant feeling of tension that you have, it was a very well done game, all things considered. It True. did have its negatives, I will not deny that. But in general, this is one of the best zombie games I think I've played, because it's it doesn't have a lot of the problems that other zombie games have, and, and the combat is just spectacular. It's It does just the right amount of like making you feel like you can take out the zombies while keeping them a legitimate threat. That is true. It, I, I do agree with that. No matter how powerful you seem to get throughout the game, you, you are still going to get outnumbered, and you will get your ass chewed out if you do not take precautions. Yeah. I mean, it, you definitely start out with, like, I can't kill anything, yeah, so I'm just nothing. going to run away. Yeah. And get to the point where, yes, I could clear out that entire courtyard down there, but... Yeah, how I much attention really am I going to draw to myself doing that? I, I'll spend the next hour killing all of them. Is there anything down there I really need? Yeah, you get down Probably there and there's not. just a, a box with coffee in it. <laughs> right. <laughs> just motherfucker. Like, well... Cool, I just made five dollars. Fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> Let me just feel this dead corpse. Oh sweet, six bucks. Thanks. Yay. Ah, <laughs> uh, and I wasted all my good weapons on you, you piece of shit. Yeah. And that's the thing, those are the type of games that I'm not really that I like either, is with like the durability stuff. Mm-hmm. With this game, yeah, because it makes sense because you have such like a plethora of places to explore to get different items and like can like start creating you know different types of weapons and everything but for me it kind of got i got i didn't get to that till like almost the end game and then that's when i started like crafting like all these crazy ass weapons and i'm like one hitting everything i'm like oh my god this is so much easier i'm like why the hell didn't i do this in the beginning why didn't the game make me do this in the beginning right so it's kind of a little self-exploring than it is like it doesn't. It definitely doesn't handhold you. That is that is true from the very beginning. It's just like, hey, good fucking luck, dude. All right. If you die, we're gonna take away most of your points from the last two hours. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck good, you. Yeah. <laughs> and you're Stop gonna be halfway to across the, the map. Top of the tower. <laughs> you're you're gonna miss those garbage bags every time. Stop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We told you that you can do a dive roll out of this jump. We lied. <laughs> there is a. You will hit terminal velocity. It's going to happen. Oh my god. So what about the uh the intro cinematic, that little whatever the fuck you want to call it before you can hit start to play? Uh the little like story recap thingy. Yeah, the little like news anchor talking to you. Mm-hmm. You think that did a decent job of actually setting up what's going on in the game or I mean it did a good job explaining like what where you're where you were and like what was going on. It, to me it didn't seem like it got, went to like crazy detail or just like, oh, you know, this epidemic's happened here. The city's pretty much sealed off from the rest of the world and all that jazz. So it helped like set up why you were there and what you were doing. But then when it started getting into like the further of the story, it was just like to me it almost didn't feel necessary. I felt like it could have just started off with you just being in the in the zone as like 
somebody who was there from the beginning and just be like, oh shit, like, all right, I got to help these guys out. Yeah. No, I think that they could have just said it's a zombie game and went into the game. Like they didn't need to to do the whole, oh, because they didn't do it. They should have spent more time on it and had like, I think at the end of that, not to bring up Dawn of the Dead again, um, especially that one, because that is not the good Dawn of the Dead. But yeah, I think at the end of that movie, they go through like this montage of like newscasters, like telling the story of like different cities that are under yeah, attack. Yeah, like they're wrapping it up and everything. <clears throat> and they're like, oh man, you know, we just heard someone coming. Oh God. And then they get overrun. Like that would have been a cool way. Yeah. If they had like done that as the intro cinematic instead of whatever they were doing which was just like yeah there's a virus it's been cut off yeah and then there's people going in to, sell, to help them yep uh, welcome to dying light <laughs> you could have just said dying light yes you know it's a zombie game yeah go <laughs> and i think well the thing that probably also didn't help it either was when it came out i feel like that was like the highlight of the zombie genre was like everybody was making a zombie game around that time oh yeah so I could Make see game. why they're talking about. They're still doing that. Uh, true. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't really fucking stopped. This is never going to stop. Yeah. And it's it's such a beaten dead horse anymore. And now that like they have to like get to the point where they have to make different variations. Like, oh, we don't call them zombies. They're called this now. It's just like that's a fucking zombie. Call it a zombie for what it is. Right. Does it's it like eat flesh? The... Does it kill people? It's a zombie. Right. It's like some of the the vampire games are like oh no we're not vampires we're dracools yeah. or something go <laughs> yeah. fuck yourself you french twat it's not it's a vampire yeah stop it stop bullshitting everybody we know what it is oh it's so it's so clever that you spelled dracula's name backwards no one's gonna <laughs> notice that alucard is oh. actually a. <laughs> nobody knows that's dracula that's a different right. guy dracula somebody else we don't own yeah, copyrights to that is he still a Still a vampire? Yes. Is he still incredibly powerful? Yes. Is he still killing everyone? He's Dracula. Go fuck Is he the first fucking vampire? It's Dracula. Fuck you. (laughs) You're not fooling anyone. Helsing (laughs) Ultimate. (laughs) Oh, God. Anyway, um, to go back to the the nitty-gritty details of of how the game plays, um, I just want to go back to the combat. Did you ever play Dead Island? I did. I only. I did not beat it, but I only played it for like a couple hours for when my brother had it on Xbox. So when that game came out, that was the biggest disappointment I think I've ever had with a video game. Yeah, they really chalked that up to be something that it wasn't. Because you remember the initial, um, I don't know, it was a game trailer, but it wasn't an actual game trailer. It was just... With the little girl? Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. I remember that, was, that like the back of my hand, man. That was so awesome. And I'm like, oh my, this was yeah. like right before I started getting jaded when it came to video game trailers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is going to be the best thing they've ever released. Yep. I, and, I, as soon as I saw that trailer, I was like, wow, this like surprisingly looks a really freaking good. Yeah. And I'm a huge zombie genre person. Like I've watched more zombie movies than I can count. Many of which, most of which are just total garbage. I've played so many zombie games, most of which are also garbage. <laughs> but this is my, this is one of my niche appeals that I really keep going. So you can blame me for all the zombie games. Yeah, thanks. Because I keep buying them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks I for doing that. I keep encouraging this. <laughs> thanks for beating that dead horse just one more time. <laughs> um, I will not stop. It, no matter... No matter how big the hole gets of where I've been clubbing, I will keep going. <laughs> we can always go deeper. 
we can always go deeper. But and when that came out and I played it, the intro cinematic for that was very depressing. And I'm like, okay, this isn't going to be what I was hoping. But then it like started the game with you being in the hotel and you start fighting things in the resort. And I'm like, oh my god, this combat's so great. And then I hit like my first cinematic and I'm like, who the fuck are you people? Yep. You're not part of my game. Oh, you're the other characters I could have picked. Why are you? Eh. But I was still having a ton of fun with the combat because it was so unique. You could actually like hack off arms and, you know, you actually had to aim where you were hitting to to do damage appropriately. It was very well done from the combat. That was one of the first games, I believe, that actually like introduced like crafting your weapons, right? As far as like incorporating Mm -hmm. like electrical attributes or flame attributes to your sword or whatever the hell blunt object you were beating zombies to death with. I think dead rising may have done it before them but they implemented it very well in in dead island yeah and i remember getting through the game and going if this game wasn't glitchy if it didn't Mm. take me out of the resort like a third of the way through the game put me in boring sewers and shit yeah if the voice acting wasn't absolute garbage if the story (laughs) wasn't totally just shit this would have been such a great game yeah and i played this and I'm like, oh my god, they kind of handled all of my complaints. They did a really good job with the with the free running. I really like the way that they they took the combat to the next level. I like the way they got rid of all the stupid class Borderlands bullshit that really wasn't necessary to the game. Yeah, if you're gonna have a zombie game, I feel like you shouldn't have classes. Agreed. That's that just Hard makes no agree. sense. <laughs> you should just be a person, and then you get points and you put them towards your legs or you put them towards your biceps and you fucking go right is this is this leg day or arm day do i want to be able to snap zombies next or do i want to be able to karate chop them from half across the map right or do i want to jump dive kick them yeah Yeah. so i i remember playing this and being like you know your your upgrade system for the for the combat's really good i like your the ability to fight i like you know, the way that the different zombies end up um, playing against you and everything. Mm-hmm. They just did a really good job of incorporating the the parkour into the the fighting. That is true. I do agree with that. The that par- being... Uh, good. Good. Not good. I was going to say, that being said, the <sighs> there was so many times where I wish that they had made free running a little more... A little less of an option because there were so many times when you didn't actually have to fight the things and you could just like slide underneath them or run off a wall around them or something and just be like, nope, I'm out. I'm not fighting you. Kind of took away from the combat a bit. It's like, you should have made me fight that guy. Yeah, kind of giving it kind of almost gives you too many options. And at least for me as a gamer, like when it comes to that, if I can find the option that's going to get me closer to the objective a lot quicker, I'm going to take that almost nine times out of ten. All right, and I'm and on the opposite end of I will. I want to experience whatever the combat is, so I'm going. You'll to kill use you. everything in the inventory to kill it. <laughs> um, not necessarily. Like if they had given me a stealth option in this game, I would have played it stealth the entire okay. way through. But like, if you're going to put a box down there with a thing that I want, and you put the hardest enemy in my way, I will kill it. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm. I don't care. I. I'm gonna want to kill it because I want to see what's in the box. True. I'm a little too impatient for that. There's definitely only so many times of seeing coffee pop up 
that I'll be like, no, <laughs> exactly. I don't, I don't need that anymore. Just open up a, a very hard one and it's like a shitty knife and some coffee beans and you're just like, you son of a bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> As you turn around and then there's like some spitter spitting something at you and you're like, you son of a bitch. Yeah, so about the uh, the RPG aspect, what did you think of their, their upgrade system? Um, It was, to me, comparatively to other games... It seemed a little bare bones almost, but it was easy to comprehend, which which I enjoyed because a lot of the games, a lot of games kind of stray me away when it comes to like stat building and everything like that. And you start getting into like percentages and everything. I'm like, I don't want to have to sit here and do fucking math in order to figure out how much electrical damage this thing's going to be doing. Right. So the way they incorporated into this game, it made it a lot easier because it was just like, all right, if this weapon has uh, slots, you can put stuff on it. And you can upgrade from there. You collect blueprints from weapons that you find. And then you can just create into something else. With like if it has like a lighter attached to it. It has fire damage. Or if it has like batteries and everything. Electrical cord. It'll be electrical damage and all that. It was very simple. Which what I is what I liked. Because from the complexity that I thought it was going for. I didn't think it was going to make the weapons look any cooler. But it actually did. So it was mm-hmm. kind of nice to see that. So it's just like, okay, if I just add this and add this, it'll turn into this, and it'll look a lot cooler than it does now, instead of just, like, you're holding it and just electricity surrounding your hand type thing. Like, it actually changes the physical look of the weapon. So that made it a little bit cooler to do that, because it's like, oh, I wonder what it would look like if I did it with this. Yeah, no, the upgrades of the weapons were pretty pretty well done. It did simplify. It's just like, here's how much extra damage it'll do. Yeah. I wish they kind of maybe incorporated a little bit into like your person instead of just focusing it solely on the weapons like having like i don't know like just finding like stupid like armor pieces like i don't know like shoulder pads and like elbow pads or something like just something dumb like that and like able to add like attributes to it so when zombies like latch onto you or something they get like shocked off or something like that like that would have been pretty cool to incorporate as well yeah i mean they did a little bit of that with the shield true Um, okay yeah because you get a shield and make that explosive or whatever oh i never did that yeah i forget what you had to do to unlock that but i'm sure it was just an option in in the skill tree but you could you first unlocked it then you could put elemental damage to it oh shit damn i should have done that (laughs) yeah oh so there was a lot of a lot of other parts to it that uh you may not have got on your first playthrough because it is a very complicated game it, it is considered yeah it's a lot more than i thought it was going to be like literally when i was when i was playing it and then we got to like when i went to the second area to explore mm-hmm. i'm like i'm like wait what's happening here and then my roommate was telling me he's like oh you're going to the second area and i just looked at him, i was like there's a fucking second area and he's just like yeah and i was like oh god damn it <laughs> yep and it's it's a very different area it is what do you in- think of the, the level design between just in general and between the two um i definitely like the second city better it's it's more because i I mean that's where i unlock the um grappling hook at Mm -hmm. and it made traversal a shit ton more easier but as far as level design i like the second one a little bit better because it made the it made like scaling rooftops and like jumping building to building a little easier in my opinion than the first level i feel like there was a little bit more too many gaps in between everything in the first level compared to the second one yeah, the first area was a lot of like <clears throat> slums and yeah, and smaller buildings with some like skyscrapers mixed in. And yeah, you're like more of... towards the ground on in the first one. The second one, you're kind of like more higher up, which is nice to be up that high. 
especially if you're trying to avoid combat. Now, I actually liked the first area more than the the second area. I thought the second area was interesting visually because it was like some old city um, on the side of a lake or something. But in terms of actually moving throughout the the area, I thought that the first area of the city was a lot more interesting because it had like bridges you could go on to and there was a lot of more terrain variation um that and also i liked the combat so i was much more interested in being stuck fighting the zombies hand to hand which happened a lot more when you were on the the ground true and the second city had a lot more of the i forget what they called them the infected or the the running zombies oh yeah that is true yeah the um the second city was definitely a lot more aggressive than the first one that's for sure it definitely was um but i think overall like comparatively like the way i was introduced to the second level i don't know if it is for the same way for everybody when you're introduced to it but when you walk in when i walked into there it was like kind of uh like late at night almost or not late at night. it was it was almost nighttime the sun was going down and just like the atmosphere of changing from the first level which was kind of like sunnier at the time and then i went into this one it was kind of like more nighttime it like atmospherically wise was like so much cooler to look at in my opinion than the first city because you you can climb up on these massive buildings and look around everywhere and then see like pretty much the everything you need to go to and that's what i enjoyed about the second one more about because you were able to be like above ground not many threats around you type of thing you were able to like take in the city Mm -hmm. now that that totally depends on when you moved on that mission okay i wasn't sure if it was like the game automatically did that or not when I went out, it was bright and sunny. Okay. Yeah, no, I I mean, personally, I, I liked these two areas. They were, from a level design aspect, I mean, if you had taken away my map, I don't know if I could have found my way around any of them. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Because they were just, I don't know if it's because of the way you, it must be just the way you move through the city. I, I just couldn't focus. Yeah, and there weren't a lot of landmarks. The more you focused on things, I feel like the harder it was to get to something. Like, you kind of had to just, like, keep looking around for, like, something to grab onto or, like, something just to, like, jump up onto for the next to, like, get to keep progressing. Mm-hmm. So if you like, all right, I want to make a straight line that way, there's no fucking way it's going to be a straight line. <laughs> right. And I feel like the, a lot of it looked the same. Like, I do remember very specific areas. Mm-hmm. And I would be able to tell where I was immediately. But getting from A to B... It was just a lot of slums, a lot of wrecked cars, a lot of... Run-down buildings. Right. Which, I mean, I don't think that's necessarily a negative on the level design. It's just, it's something I noticed. I think it's also because there was so much verticality to how you moved. What, like, in a Skyrim or a Fallout, the reason you can end up moving around without a map and kind of, like, self-guiding yourself is that you're pretty much on the ground level the whole time. Yeah. Whereas when you start adding one, a climbing ability to things, that's when it starts getting tricky. Right. You, you, you're not seeing the same thing over and over again as you move, so you're mm-hmm. not going to see, oh, there's that building that I always turn left at. Yeah, exactly. Um, that being said, though, they were. I'm, I'm glad that they kind of left it open. My problem with uh, Dead Island was the fact that they started out on such an interesting like hotel resort and then put you in Insert Ruin City a and throw you into like a sewer so it's just like they took it the wrong direction from like 
really interesting locale to totally shit locale. Yeah, to somewhere I don't even want to explore. Right. Whereas in this one, they kind of left it. You could keep going back and forth between the two. You were able to, to have reasons to be in both areas. Yeah. And both areas were interesting to play in, which was nice. And that, and that's what gave it a lot of versatility, too, when it came to, like, playing it, you know, like, just not even just solely playing the story constantly. You could literally have zero missions and still roam the city and find things to do, which mm -hmm. was nice because it's just like you can never really say when you're playing this game that you're bored because it's like then if you're if you're bored, your characters are literally standing still and you haven't moved the controller yet. You're standing in a safe zone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like your hands aren't even out. They're out down by their sides and you're just kind of staring at a wall. That's when you can be bored playing the game. Right. What do you think of the safe zone? aspect of it it was i liked it obviously because of the game the how aggressive the game can be towards you sometimes so being in those areas were nice but I, the whole the whole idea of like not being able to like have your weapons out like in a safe zone like yeah i understand it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be believable not like hack the npcs to death or anything like that but sometimes but. I kind of like doing these things. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, I like having to stand there and listen to some guy tell me about his grandkids as I'm, like, swinging a machete in front of his face, going, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. Right. And taking that away kind of, I hated that. But it was also nice because then when I'm running in from a mission that's happening in the middle of the goddamn night, and I got these blood-sucking things running after me at, like, a million miles, you're just like, open the fucking doors, oh my god! Right. Then you That's see your, I your weapon it. go away and you're like, I'm good. Oh, thank God. I kind of made it. Because that game, I will say this, that game actually like gave me a panic attack quite a few times. Oh, it is terrifying. Did you yeah. play it with headphones? No, I didn't. Oh, I, I, only, played, I played with it with the surround sound, so but oh, headphones would have been way too. worse. No, it's it's a very immersive game. There were many times where I felt my butthole just <laughs> pucker it's <laughs> like oh god i can hear it breathing behind me yeah it's close enough that it could touch me <laughs> yeah very very scary game um i did like the way with the safe zones that you had to go and unlock them and you had to like do a little mini quest that no one assigned you no one said you know go unlock 10 safe houses and come back to me it was just yeah you can just not do it but you're gonna really regret that if you get stuck out at night exactly. halfway across the map and need to work your way back and that, that's what i like too is the game gave you a lot of freedom as far as like when it came to just like straight just gameplay without focusing on the story it's just like hey if you want to go out and just do whatever the hell you want go for it we're not making you play the story but if you want to get to the end you can do that as well which right. is what i kind of like because it kind of gives it like you could almost play it as a completely separate game if you never played the story, if you wanted to, which is kind of nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's got a lot of stuff to do. Um, we probably should explain all the different zombie types, though, because we keep vaguely mentioning them. Oh, true, yeah. Um, what did you think of the, the special zombies, or just the zombies in general within this game? Just the general ones? No, just all of them. Oh. Um, I liked them. I liked how they, they had like versatility to them, but it wasn't like... Um... It, I mean, obviously, it reminded me a lot of the, of the what is it called, Left 4 Dead series. Like, they kind of had a lot of, like, those type of zombies in it. So, to me, they kind of become tropey after a while. But I liked, if I would have played this game five years ago when it came out, I feel like I would have liked the zombies a little bit more. Saying, like, oh, shit, like, I never thought of, like, doing something like this instead of, you know, just making a straight, like, walker or whatever you want to call it, just roaming the streets. Yeah, see, I'm 
because I've played so many and watched so many movies and all that, I did not like their special zombies. I really liked the name brand walkers. They were fine. They okay. were well done. There was a lot of them. Mm-hmm. They were not hard to kill, but they weren't easy to kill. They could easily overwhelm you. Awesome. I liked the running zombies because they added like a little bit of panic to what was going on, but they weren't like silly. Yeah. I like the volatiles. So the volatiles are, I I don't know if the runners turn into them at night or if they're just their own class because I've seen people morph into them when I was playing. Are they like the vampire ones at night? Yeah, with their okay. chest open with teeth coming out of them and all that shit. Yeah. Did you ever play um, Time Splitters on the PlayStation? I did, but I barely remember it. <laughs> Do you remember the Time Splitters in that game? Let me see. They had, they had chest mouths and like tentacle faces, I think. Um, Let me see if I can look up a picture of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you're talking about now. Yeah, that's kind of what they reminded me of. True. Okay. Um, I see I see where you're getting. They kind of look more, to me, they kind of look more like the, um, what do you call it? The ones that explode. Yeah. I, can't I don't what know what they called. called them. Bloaters or something. Yeah, if that's what you want to call them, yeah. Yeah. Those no, things, those... though, fuck them. That was, they're uh... the worst ones. That I, okay, if they, let me take it back. If they didn't have this zombie in here, I probably would have enjoyed them a lot more. But those things <laughs> killed me so many fucking times because I would just open a door and there's just one standing right in front of me. And then no, me being a dumbass, I'm just like, oh, I'll just run up and jump over them. But apparently the jump over button doesn't fucking work for this specific type of zombie. So I ended up dying. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that they like spooked you. So you instinctively kicked them and then they exploded and killed you. No, no, I would run up <laughs> into them and go, why can't I jump over this? And it goes, boom. And then it's you're dead. And I'm just like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> I mean, I think that's your fault. I think it is. That's I should have learned after the first time, but I didn't. <laughs> No, I, I did not like the majority of their special zombies. The The volatiles at night were good because they were terrifying. Yeah. They were almost indestructible. They made horrible sounds. They, yeah, they were just, they were scary looking. Um, They did a very good job of making nighttime worth it, but at the same time, not worth yeah. it at all. Like, do they you really you... want to go out there? Right, because they gave you extra points towards your skills if you were doing stuff out at night. Mm-hmm. Um, they did give you the option to sleep through it if you wanted, but there was a lot of good reasons, and some missions made you go out at night, period. But, man, just the one time that you aren't paying attention, you climb up on the roof, and there's one standing there looking yep. at you, and you're Facing like... Facing you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. <laughs> just run. <laughs> Just so the number hit. number of times I hit the ground too hard trying to run away from one of them. Oh yeah, all and the that's, time. That's what I kind of didn't like about the the nighttime traversal a little bit. I mean, obviously it's going to be all around the game, but if you didn't have your flashlight on, obviously you should have your flashlight on. But if you want to draw a bunch of attention to yourself, it was kind of punishing the room room around at night because it was like, all right, well I'm just going to jump over this building. You look over, there's one of those guys. You're like, oh fuck! You start running away. And then here you realize you're 10 stories up and there's no trash bags in sight. (laughs) And then all of a sudden your legs are broken and you're looking up and this thing's coming down at you. You're like, oh, fuck, this is it. I'm dead. I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) Yeah. I wish they would let you break your legs. That would have been fun. Yeah. Just like you're crawling. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No! No! 
<laughs> it would have gotten very annoying though. <laughs> Even like, okay, can you just kill me? Yeah, like, just can you just yeah. kill me? Can I? Couldn't I just land on my head instead and start over right. from the beginning? Is there a twist in midair button that I can push <laughs> so I can hit head first? Just automatic game over. Yeah. <laughs> no, they did a good job with that. Now every other special zombie can go fuck itself. Not because they were necessarily challenging, but they were just so predictable. True. The, yeah. The big guys that carried around the rebar, there wasn't anything interesting to fighting them. All they do is smash. That's it. Yeah. It's just like you you're either going to waste all of your melee weapons or you're gonna quickly realize that if you get a bow, you can shoot them three times in the face and they'll die. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, well, I don't even really need to fight you. You're not a threat. Yep. And you go down, you only collect like $500 off them. And it's like, was that really fucking worth it? I only think I need to kill you. The August Calm, based off their name from Left 4 Dead, the Boomers, mm-hmm. completely unnecessary. Yeah. Just, there's no reason. They didn't explain and, why they explode. They just, and they just I was explode. just about to bring that up. I was like, <laughs> how, how, like, are they just so filled with gas and it's like only the fat zombies do this. <laughs> it's like they're so fat and bloated that they're just like, Arr! and they just blow up in front of you. <laughs> like you spooked them somehow, and they're just like. <laughs> but even still, it's like, okay, fine. You want to go down that path. Why are they exploding? Where's yeah. the ignition source? What, what is this nonsense? What's causing this? To, like, I can understand if maybe your character hit them or something like that, and it caused them to explode. That would right. make a little or sense. If, or if you were using a flame weapon. Yeah, like, but not just like he looks at you and you look at him and he's just like, oh, dude, you're fucked. And you're just like, like, oh, God, as you're this... trying to turn around and uh, run away, uh, just blows the hell up. Yeah, it's like, oh, my God, I'm so turned on right now. Uh, uh, <laughs> you're everything uh, I've wanted in life. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. Yups all over. Uh, you. <laughs> oh, what is this on it's, my face? It's all over me. <laughs> And then it's like, what's the point of having the skill of rubbing the zombie guts all over you? Why don't you stand close enough to those guys? Right. Oh, man. And then the the spitters were just... Annoying. They were just annoying. They're, they weren't really that much of a threat. They weren't no. really challenging to fight. They just... You just hear one, you're like, I'm going to have to kill you first. Where yep. are you? They're just fucking, hawking loogies at you. Yeah. And then the fucking... I don't even remember what they called the big dudes that would charge at you. It's oh, like, yeah. I don't know what their names were. Really? Probably Juggernaut, if I had to guess. Like I did, I did like the um the baby ones mainly because you can fucking sleeper hold them to death, <laughs> which makes <laughs> so much more better to kill them. You told me about that. I never killed them with my bare hands. I only ever shot them. Oh, see, I like as soon as I did it, I walked. It was the first time you're introduced to them in the sewers, and I I walked into the room and my roommate's like, oh no, you got to go back out and, and shoot it. I'm just, I just kept walking towards him. I was like, screw it. I'm just going to see what happens. Walked up to him and it just gave me an option. It just said hit X. And I was like, okay, hit X. And he just goes underneath it, wraps his arm around its neck and just puts a sleeper hold on the thing. (laughs) And then just lays it down to sleep. And he's just like, shh, as he's doing it. I'm like, you're not, you're you're literally killing it. Why are you telling it to shush? Shh. (laughs) Only dreams now. And let's take it another step. It is a zombie. That is true. Like, Why did that work? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It it doesn't need to go to sleep. It, it would have been funny if they just went like, full blown. Yeah, if they would have went full blown, like you grab it from the front of the face and the back of the skull and just snap the living hell out of its neck, that would have been way better. 
Or if, like, you do the choker hold, you put it on the ground and then just, like, stomp its head in. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's not how we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, give off the vibe, like, oh, really? That's gonna happen? Oh, shit, okay. Or you just run up to it and punt it. <laughs> you just hit it as hard as you can. <laughs> Wham! Yeah, that would have been... That would have been pretty sad. No, I just saw it the last time I was playing. I'm like, I don't have time for this headshot. <laughs> yeah, that is true. They are really creepy looking motherfuckers, though. They got like that that mouth not quite opened. Yeah, and like they look like together. stage three burn victims. Yeah. For whatever reason. Uh, did you unlock the ability to go up to zombies and like snap their neck to kill them? Uh, I think I did when if you're uh, if you're camouflaged. I think well, there's that one, but you could also do it where if you stun kick them, like oh, when no. they gave you like that skeleton view, that meant oh, they okay. were stunned, and then you could go up to them and push a button to kill them, and you'd either like snap their head or whatever. Oh, I only did the one where like if they fell into the ground, you could just like stomp on their head and they just exploded like a fucking grape. Yeah, <laughs> that was one of the best unlocks. <laughs> Although, there was nothing better than taking a pipe and just going at them over and over and over again just teeing off on this thing's head (laughs) and you break it and you're like how are you not dead yet let me get another pipe the fuck where's another pipe here's a stick (laughs) with a piece of fucking nail in it i come here you bastard i'm not done with you it's like the first 20 zombies you kill you're just like this is such a fucking chore yeah very satisfying combat though but yeah no the, the special zombies in this game were just dumb i just i felt like they were a little unnecessary yeah like, yep. it didn't give you, I felt like they didn't give you, like, cr- granted, you can craft your weapons, yeah, I get that, but, like, for, like, base material, if you're just starting off in the game and just running around with a fucking switchblade, they really didn't give you any weapons that are, like, made for those type of enemies. Well, and on the weapon that's made for all those enemies is a gun. Exactly. It's, and you have to, like, you don't get one of those until, like, I feel like way later, or I got, I didn't get one until, like, way later in the game. It depends on how, um sandboxy you get true the the amount of running around and and scavenging you can find guns early in the game but you have to be good at lock picking so exactly and i'm awful at it so yeah (laughs) hence why i didn't get a gun until way later (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah what'd you think of the uh the controls in terms of like moving about the city and in the fighting because you played it on the the xbox xbox yeah and i think that that contributed to a lot of my negative feelings towards the game Oh, really? Mainly because on the contro- this game was not meant to be played on a controller. I know that for a fact now. I feel like a keyboard and mouse is the way to go to play this game because it's so cumbersome on the controller and that, like, you can accidentally, like, if I had the arrows out, for, for example, apparently if you hit a certain, I think it's up on the D-pad, it changes the arrows to, like, one of your special arrows that you can craft, like the fire, mm-hmm. ice, and electric ones. So if I'm in the heat of, like, battle and I'm trying to switch out my arrows for this machete that I have so I can hack these things to death, I'll end up switching the arrows to the ice ones, which I have zero of, and I'm shooting nothing. So then now I'm already getting hit, and then I pull out my machete and I'm trying to vault over these guys at the same time. It's just, like, you are like feel like you're just slapping every button on the controller until something works or until you die. That's and interesting, because... Cause that's I feel what like kind of pushed me away. Yeah, because I feel like the controls on the computer were pretty solid. I mean, there were definitely some minor annoyances, but in general, it was a pretty fluid. There, there was definitely a lot of panic modes where I'm like, I can't pick the weapon I need. Yeah, but if it happens a lot more. I feel like on console because of the way 
they like jammed everything into a controller rather than like sprawled out on a keyboard to where you could have like a, a, a key designated to something rather than like four buttons hitting at the same time to select something. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I mean, I remember I almost tried to play with a controller at one point and just decided no. Oh, yeah, there's going to be a point where I need a gun. I'd yeah. rather just shoot with the mouse. And like, and if you didn't mess with like the sensitivity settings, which I probably should have, the gunplay probably would have been a little bit better. But like, the controls for the guns in this game fucking sucked. <laughs> like how? Like aiming and like it just felt like you were like a cardboard cutout of yourself holding yourself, just going bang, 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 bang. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what i hated about because it, it didn't seem like fluid at all like i'm like just running what? up to a character and i'm just standing in front of him just shooting him like bang 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 and then that's it whereas in like right. other games you can like take cover and like like kind of poke out from an angle and shoot rather than just like standing behind a tape like a table and just like popping up and going bang bang and then going back down popping up bang bang oh, i think i know what you're saying now it's, it was too uh, let me put it this way it was too robotic hmm. but i mean See, I, I have no idea how the gunplay worked on, on the controller. Was there, like, a Call of Duty aspect of, like, looking down the sights and all that? You had to click in the R3, the analog stick, in order to zoom in. And that bothered me to the fucking core. Ooh. Because every time, because in normal games, you would just mm. pull in the fucking left trigger and you would look down the sights. Not this game. You'll zip line across <sighs> the entire level before you fucking do that. That's... That's unfortunate because yeah, <laughs> and there's no way to change it because obviously with the mouse it's just right click and it brings up you know the gun for iron sight aiming. Uh, yeah, that would have been so much easier. Yeah, that's horrible. That's kind of funny. And the fact they don't get any like <laughs> scopes or anything for the guns kind of bothered me too. Yeah, they really didn't leave much for like upgrading the guns. If yeah, I know it was mo- mainly meant to be like a melee type game, but if you're gonna put guns in it. You might as well give me all of it. Yeah, it was very limited. It was like shotgun, pistol, assault rifle. That's yeah. That's all you get. And there's exactly. not different variations. They're just different colors. Yeah, this one's green now. Yeah. Why? <laughs> why not? Because fuck you, that's why. This one's purple. <laughs> fuck you, here. Yeah. Does it do more damage? No. I mean, no. Actually, no. <laughs> but this one's purple and it does. Why? Fuck you. Yeah. So it makes no sense. Fuck you. Here it is. Right. No, I do wish that they had done a little bit more with it. Maybe they had had intentions and wanted to put it out as DLC. I don't know. Yeah. But as far as, like, I mean, movement-wise wasn't too bad. The guns was bad, obviously. But um, movement-wise, it wasn't too bad. I really hated the fact that the jump button was designated to the right bumper. Like, what? The, like to climb. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It wasn't A? What the no. fuck does A do? A was crouch. What? Yeah. <laughs> what, what was B? Uh, B was... I'm trying to think. God, I can't even remember now. I don't know. It didn't... I Like made, left, no. left attack? <laughs> right attack? X was reload. Y was... Switch I can't weapon? remember. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. No, because they used the D-pad to switch weapons. Oh. <laughs> Dude, it so was So when bad. you're trying to run, you <laughs> yes. have to... Ugh. It's bad. Like, when, you're, when you're sprinting away from an enemy, you need to be able to change your weapon. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> or if you're trying to repair your weapon while running, yeah, good fucking luck, because you're just going to turn around and stare at them as you're running in the opposite direction. Nice. So in order to repair a weapon, you had to stop, stand still, hold in Y, repair your weapon, and then continue to run. 
Oh, that's awful. Yeah, this is way better on a on a computer, man. Because can you, you see my frustration? Like, yes, you couldn't just sprint and repair your weapon, but you would at least like keep moving and repair yeah. it, and then you could go back to sprinting. Now this one, you had to like just you could like you could jog or whatever and kind of repair, but if you were sprinting, you could not repair. That's funny as shit. Yeah. Uh we talked about this earlier, but did you ever f- manage to find some bladed weapons? Yes, I did, which made things a shit ton easier. Aren't they so much better? Yeah, especially if you're going for headshots. Yeah, there's nothing more satisfying than just having that katana and just... Thunk. Yep. <sighs> like when I had the, in the very beginning when it was just nothing but fucking lead pipes and baseball bats, I'm like, if all this game is is blunt force trauma, I want nothing to do with this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the one or two times that I get that cool skeleton vision of their head like caving in yeah isn't worth it because they're not dead exactly you, you went through all that and then they go i'm a zombie rah yeah. oh and you're like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> i just caved in your head what are you doing <laughs> yeah now the bladed weapons in this game are a lot of fun except what did you think about the knives the knives i thought were a little useless they because it came shit. It, you had to be like so close in order to hit them and then if you're surrounded by, like, three zombies at a time, you're getting grabbed. And then you're getting, like, put into the whole sequence where you gotta smash fucking A or hit LB to kick them off of you. And you gotta go up and, like, wow, wow, wow. And then here comes another one latches <clears throat> onto you. It's, it's just, I don't know. If you didn't have a long-range, like, katana or, like, a sickle or something like that, it wasn't even worth having a bladed weapon. No, those knives were, those knives were totally useless. Yeah. There's, it made me think of, did you ever watch Night of the Living Dead? Yeah. You remember the one scene when they're the zombies first like start reaching their hands through the window and one of them has a knife or one of the people has a knife and they're like trying to get them to get their hand out of the window? Yeah. And the zombie's just like no and just has its hand in the window and they're like cutting its fingers off and it's still reaching at them. Yep. That's exactly how the knives felt like in this game. Pretty much. You're just, like, like you're taking slight, like the thumbs off. Yeah, you're like just cutting their face and they're like I don't I'm a zombie. I yeah, don't what do you, care. I'm dead, dude. <laughs> Put that down and get a baseball bat. <laughs> Aim for the head, man. Right. Just throw it at me and get a different weapon. Stop it. <laughs> oh, God. So that's, so, that's so funny that the controls are so garbage on the console. Yeah, that was... That's and like when it came to like frantically running and getting the hell out of areas, that was... It, having RB as the action button to jump was like infuriating. Because it was just like you're... I'm looking at the ledge. I, there's nothing else I can grab onto but this ledge, and I'm just standing there jumping in place, and I'm like, this has got to be the most fucking frustrating thing I've ever dealt with in my life. Yeah. They did do a pretty decent job of making sure that the parkour actually worked. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it worked almost too well. It's true. Also, sometimes it just stopped, and you fell to your death. Yeah, that is true. So I had it I'm, a couple of times where I've, I'd vault, like, I, it would be just like a pipe. And I would vault over the pipe while I'm like 1,600 feet in the goddamn air. And there's no platform underneath that pipe. And I'm just falling to my death. Yep. I'm just like, I didn't tell you to vault over that. What are you doing? Right. I told you to climb up on top of it. Stop. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> Stop doing it. Stop committing suicide. Right. <laughs> it's not worth it. No, uh... <laughs> oh, you have so much to live for. No. <laughs> yeah. And everyone else in the game's like, eh. Yeah, they're just, like, watching you fall. Like, hey, can you climb up to that radio? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> now they're probably more like... Eh. Yeah, eh, we'll <laughs> get another one. 
I don't have any emotions, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So how about them graphics? I don't know. I think the, to me, surprisingly, for a game this kind of dated, like, the graphics actually took me back a little bit because the atmosphere was actually done very well. Mm-hmm. And showing, like, the desolation that this disease or whatever, virus or whatever it is, caused to the city. Like, it not only shows to, like, obviously, like, the zombies that are around it, but, like, the environment as well. And it shows, like, it's really deteriorated. No one's been doing shit to this place for a long time. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was kind of nice to see it like that instead of just, like, everything else, like, being brand spanking new. And it's like, well, haven't there been dead people around here? So... The attention to detail was actually, I thought, was done very well. Yeah, and it kind of had that, like, Dark Souls-esque um, level of detail to it, where you'd see something in the distance that was, you know, there was a lot of attention paid to making it look a certain way with smoke coming off it, and you're like, oh, that's pretty cool, I wish I could go there, and you could. Yeah, exactly. Like, the rendering was, like, done very well, and I know that's, like, not easily achieved either. Especially right. with like draw distance and everything like that, and coming from a game where it says if you see it, you can essentially go to it. That and able to have that kind of like clarity from that far away is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. No, it was graphically this was a very impressive game. Yeah. I especially liked it at night when you'd go out and you'd like one minute you'd be standing out looking at the city and going, man, you can like see the fires burning over there and there's lights on in that building and. And like I can see the shadows of this building, and I'm, and then all of a sudden the moon gets covered by clouds, and now I can't see shit. Yeah, it, and I have it, to have yeah. my lights on. It definitely made like when it was nighttime, it was nighttime. I know like some games they'll kind of like handicap it and like make the moon real bright, and like you kind of like see everything you as you would see it in nighttime, just with like a filter over it. This one made it feel like you're out, you're outside right now, and it is dark as fuck. <laughs> Right, and they did a good job of like the difference between dark when the moon was out, which mm-hmm. you could still kind of see, but not like not real well. But you could at least enough not to bump into a zombie. Exactly. Night when the the clouds were out, and then night when it was fucking raining. Yeah, that was terrifying because you're just like, you I can't, can't see. see shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see. This flashlight isn't helping because I have rain on my eyeballs. Fuck. The only thing I would say, like with the graphics. When it, this is more of a feature than it would have been, like in the for like the graphics department, but like when you're like crawling through the sewers and shit, and it kicks stuff up onto your screen, I wish they would have implemented like how in uh, I think it's Metro has this feature where you can like wipe your face and like mm-hmm. get like the shit off the screen because like crawling through these tunnels and just having shit caked out on my face the entire time, I'm like why is this like this? Like, do I really need to be that? pushed into the game so deep that it needs to literally throw shit in my face (laughs) oh it would have been more reasonable if the game like if you were wearing a mask and there was like shit getting on your mask because otherwise it's like i have poo on my eyeballs yeah (laughs) it's like it's like uh that's that's uh uh what the hell is it called now i have pink eye exactly that's what i was gonna say (laughs) now that's pink eye Yeah, so, no, I mean, I think... but like the attention to detail and everything was really like, especially with the game, because they obviously wanted to focus on like how big it was mm-hmm. and how open it was. But to see like little newspapers like rolling down the street and stuff like that and like debris kind of just blowing everywhere was it made you feel like you're actually there rather than just like, oh, it's just a sunny, happy day now. Nothing's going on. Cool. Right. And they definitely did like the right amount of detail where it counted 
Like every now and then you'd find something that was like really badly textured, but yeah, I think that's kind of how they got away with the larger amount of detail. And I think the poppins weren't as bad in this game either, comparatively to games like in this type of genre. Because like, I'm used mm-hmm. to like running up to a car and it's just like not rendering completely, and you're just like, "Wow, that's fucked." This and game, all of a sudden, you're just think... not moving. You're like, yeah, exactly. Well, what? Oh, <laughs> there's like... a car here. <laughs> yeah, you're just running and just like I'm not moving. Oh, oh, there's a car. Okay. This game <laughs> surprisingly, like it, it, like if it was there, it was there. It didn't pop. There was no pop in, pop outs. There was like mm-hmm. no rendering real issues that I that I really took notice of. Yeah, and I think they did that with their with how many objects were in your view mm-hmm. you know th- there's a building so you're gonna have to get around that building before it has to render what's behind that building or there's a cliff that you have to kind of get up and over it's got some time to pop in everything above you before you actually exactly. see it yeah which um, is kind of which is kind of nice because i guess it saves on like game power or whatever like when it comes to like how far it needs to project and all that crap yeah although i think this is actually a pretty intensive game to run because my computer has a liquid cooling system that Mm -hmm. it doesn't always use and the second i start this game i hear it turn on oh really i can imagine on pc it's a lot more intense than on console for sure yeah and if i put in my my headphones that i use have a power cord i used to plug it into my computer but because of this game i now have to plug it into a wall oh really (laughs) i'm not kidding it when i'd have it in there there'd be this buzz in the background uh, because like electrical it was drawn, feedback. Yep, it was drawing so much power that my my headphones were getting feedback from it. Jesus, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was. I haven't seen this game on PC. I would like to see what the graphics look like on PC. I'm sure it's like way better than it is on the Xbox. Yeah, next time you come over, I'll to show you. It's it's a very pretty game. It's a yeah. lot of fun to look at. And I'm not, not I'm not knocking your... on the Xbox version though. Like it's like for a game like five years old. It, like the fact that it can look as good as it does now it's pretty pretty impressive yeah although i think we're starting to hit that plateau where how much better can it get yeah i think now it's just kind of like with games nowadays it's like they have the general overview of how they want things to look they're just now more focused i feel like on just like real small detail like seeing fabric lines and clothing and seeing wrinkles on people's faces and shit right and physics and yeah that kind of stuff when it comes to does it look like real life the answer is yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it yeah. does that's a sky that's a ground you got it <laughs> cool um i think the audio to go on the other sense input that we get from this game was also very well done oh i could imagine from coming from a headphone perspective it's probably <sighs> a shit ton better <laughs> there was so many times i'm just like i don't know what's making that noise I don't want to know what's making that noise. I'm just going to keep running. You're gurgling in the background. It's like, and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they did a very good job with the music, too. I remember it, you only really pick up on it if you have headphones on because they have a lot of like minute, like orchestral undertones of someone, you know, blowing the saddest note they could make on a clarinet or whatever the fuck they were using. <laughs> you're just like, Ah, this is making me so much more uncomfortable than I yeah. was. Can you please stop? <laughs> yeah, the like music, even... to me, like, uh, the, um, when it got, like, real action-packed, I felt, like, because it, like, it actually drawled it out to the point, like, when you got to point A to point B, regardless of how long it took, I noticed in some other games it'll, like, 
they'll play it for maybe like 15 seconds. And if you didn't meet that end goal, then it just stops. And then it's just regular audio again. <laughs> so it's like, so this game, it actually felt like they cared about like how close to the end goal you were instead of just going like, Oh, you didn't make it in 15 seconds. Okay. Here's just random ambient noise until you fucking leave. <laughs> right. Or put an arbitrary timer on it and make you die because they ran out of music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you didn't beat it at the end of the score. You're dead. Sorry. We only had enough money to pay that guy for 15 minutes of audio. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't loop it. That's it. That's all you hey, get. Yeah. Could you could you make it so the beginning and the end linked to fuck you? Okay. <laughs> nope. No looping. Fuck you. But like the now, sound design with like the way they made like the zombies and everything sounded like it sounded good to me. I mean... To, from my experience of like hearing audio from zombies it's kind of like you don't really have much to play with because it's right. like okay they're just going to make a bunch of moaning noises and then like attacking noises but this one like it still seemed a little fresher than most in my opinion yeah they, they had a good they did a good job with it it, it felt it felt tense and it yeah. didn't pull the most i can say is it didn't pull you away from it true Sure. And that's that's where a lot of games, their audio will ruin things because it's like, oh, everything's really in depth. And now you've played something silly in the background and I don't care. Yeah. And like they they really I like how they emphasized on like melee combat. Like when you hit something, it actually felt like you hit it rather yeah. than just like you feel like you're just swinging in the air and then that's it. Right. It wasn't like some squelchy noise that doesn't make any sense. It was like, yeah. well, I don't know what someone's head being chopped off, but that thunk sounds right yeah, it sounds like it would sound like it had it had some weight to it right <laughs> it wasn't just someone throwing beef at the wall yeah <laughs> so let's uh let's transition over to where i'm sure you're going to go full negative on this because yeah so far we've been kind of in agreement that this was a pretty well well designed game when it came to how it looks how it plays aside from the fact that you got dealt the shit stick of playing it on the console yeah, <laughs> which I think you can't. Can't you put a, a mouse and keyboard on that? I think you I don't, can't. I think I don't know. I've never really actually tried it, but I've heard that you could. But then I've also heard that you couldn't. So I think it might be like certain games have the mm. capability of doing it, but I don't think it's like all in or all out type thing. Gotcha. But yeah, I mean, outside of that, everything's been pretty positive, and I'm a little yeah, a little upset because I thought we were gonna have an argument here. Well. Yeah, when we're getting to this the uh, this next category, this is where we're going to differ, I think. We'll see. So, <laughs> let's uh before we get into the the big story elements, let's talk about some of the characters. Do you remember anyone's name? Nope. <laughs> I didn't care for a single fucking person. That's a lie. I do remember a couple characters, like Jade, yeah, uh that was and... that was your wannabe girlfriend. <laughs> And I think there was somebody named Amir, maybe. <laughs> I think that was her kid I think brother. Her brother, that died. yeah. Okay, those are the only two people I remember. <laughs> what was your guy's name? Uh, Crane. That's what okay. it was. I was gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> really okay. fucking funny if you're like. No, they uh... they threw that in my face every five minutes. Hey, Crane. Hey, Crane. Hey, Crane. It's just like, are oh, you gee. Crane? I'm the only person on the end of this phone call. Who the fuck else is gonna pick it up? Stop. <laughs> right. No one else has a fucking cell phone. Stop it. <laughs> It's like, hey, is this Crane? Oh, no, sorry, dude, this is Bob. Oh, my bad, man, I'm looking for Crane. Right? How'd you get my number? Yeah. <laughs> but what yeah, the characters the, uh, were not memorable. The main bad guy, do you remember his name? Um, shit, I totally gapped it, I don't know. I can't remember. That guy's name was Rise. Rise, okay, that's what it was. 
And the the thing that made me a little biased against the characters was, I mean, this is kind of like like stepping out, looking in type thing. But all as far as like the, I think Ubisoft made this, right? Uh, Techland. Oh, Techland. Damn. Okay. Well, that wouldn't help my point at all. But it seems like this game was a lot like all the Far Cries I've played, or some of the Far Cries that I've played, as far as like character development goes. Like, okay, you're a dude in a strand stranded on this place. You have characters you want to help, and then you fall in love with one of them, and then there's this complete psychopath who's manipulating everybody and then is trying to make this master plan to, like, leave this place and spread it across the world. Yeah, I mean, this was very much a bad version of Far Cry 3. Yeah, and that's what kind of pushed me, like, that's what made me not want to care about these characters at all, because it was like, I know where this is going to go already. It was a very predictable story, I will not argue with you on that because it was yeah yeah. you come in and immediately you're talking to some government official you're like okay that person's evil Mm -hmm. check yep (laughs) i'm gonna be dropped in i'm gonna initially think i'm doing the right thing and then i'm gonna side with the people that i'm yeah yep blah 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 exactly so like (laughs) when it came to like the emotional parts of the game with the characters like especially when that jade character died i did not fucking care at all really i mean see i thought that they did an okay job of of building up the individual characters because they kept things in first person while you were talking to them you kind of had an understanding of why they cared you didn't meet them like for one mission and then they die in the next one you're expected to give a shit true yeah, um, yeah they, okay they, i could see it that way they did a decent job of, of putting something behind each of them but like the one the one part that bothered me was when um it was with the Jade character when she's, like, dying or something. I get, like, one of you needs the antidote or whatever because one of you is about to change or some shit. Mm-hmm. And then it goes off on this whole, like, you're wandering around this area, like, traversing, like, these weird landscapes and everything like that. And she's, like, talking to you and turning to ashes and shit like that. And it's just, like, like they're, like, going through all these scenes and everything. I'm, like, I really don't, like, I understand what they're trying to go for here, but I just don't care that much. I'm like, I don't really care about this character. And then all of a sudden, like, as soon as it all happened, and then um, you come out of it, and you're, like, choking her to death or something like that, and then you stop, and then you take the... or And then she attacks the group that comes in, and then she injects you with the antidote stuff, and she starts dying in front of you. I was just like, was that whole scene necessary? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that it did, it did carry it out a bit. They were trying to do, like, some trippy, you're all drugged up or turning or whatever yeah and it definitely did last a lot longer than needed to because i think they made it so you couldn't run yeah you had to walk through the entire thing yeah which was and it was a very uninspired area it was like just some dark room yeah they just like it seemed like they just made it to make it to kind of like draw out her death a little bit longer so you felt like you got a little bit more time with the character but it's just like Let's. We know what's going to happen here. Let's just get to the fucking point. <laughs> oh, and by the way, spoilers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In case you were wanting to play the game, Jade dies. <laughs> uh, so now that we dropped the spoiler warning, let's talk about the story. Okay. <laughs> the story's bad. Yeah. The story's real fucking bad. I mean, were there any, like, minute points aside from her death that you wanted to, to point out? Because there's one part that I think you could probably shit all over without me being able to defend too much. The story or the characters? The story. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, 
the one part where they're watching a video on the character's laptop. I think it was Troy, I think her name was. The girl with the fucked up face. Yeah, the burn victim. Yeah, she... They were watching the video saying, like, oh, the GRE and the government say there's nobody alive here. We're gonna carpet bomb this entire fucking place and be done with it type thing. And they're sitting there like, okay, so... Our plan is to go over to this hotel and, like, make a sad face in the windows and <laughs> blow it up, and everyone will know that there's people here. And I'm just like, but you have the fucking internet. <laughs> like, right. What do you need to blow the building up for? You just watched a video on the internet. Post something online. You have cameras. Right. Uh, and then i was just like okay you know not I'll to just... mention your government issued satellite phone yeah that can call fucking anybody i see the buttons on it that's not yeah. like a one-way <laughs> communication device yeah it's not just call gre there's just no button that says that right because you keep typing in a number when you call gre exactly <laughs> so then after that's all said and done you're just like all right fuck it i'll go to this hotel i'll set these charges we'll blow it up some other character needlessly fucking dies for no reason Yep, and then introduced and dies yeah it's just like oh cool this guy seems pretty oh he's dead okay never mind and then <laughs> you leave the building you're looking at the frowny face and you're like oh we fucking did it hooray everyone knows we're here and then here comes no more than fucking 10 seconds later a jet shoots a fucking rocket into the building <laughs> making your efforts <laughs> completely just null and void like oh that, yeah Fuck you. that was a waste of fucking time and it was just like <laughs> i just couldn't help but like just just pause the game and just think for a little bit and go, if I was in the development stages of this game writing the story, how could I have avoided this? And a simple answer would have been like, go to Google and then type in a fucking blog and say, hey, people are still here and then take a picture and then look that you did your job. Nobody had to die. We didn't have to blow up a building. But it was so interesting because you had this, the frowny face and then the cathartic moment of the jet down. I can't. I can't. It was no, I can't it wasn't. I can't. No, it, <laughs> it was... happened too quickly, and it was just like, all right, well, at least I did it. And then here comes a jet, and you're just like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Well, and the funniest part was they didn't even have the the courtesy of having a, like a demolition moment of watching the building fall over. They just like they basically just blew the candles out on your cake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just came in and shot right dead center of the face, and it's just not one big fireball, and that's it. Yeah, it's like, ah, oh, man. You guys really could have done a better job. Yeah, you, on could, that. you could have just taken it out by the ground and leveled the whole thing or something, done something way better. Right. And with your jet that's flying like a hundred miles an hour. Yeah. Did you notice and then, that? And then at the at the end that I enjoyed was when or it wasn't the end, but it was close to the end when they called off the fire bombing was when he was on the phone or he was on the satellite thing or something like that, putting out a broadcast. Somehow he manages to be on every single broadcast channel in all of the world and finds his way onto a secure government fucking channel where these jets are communicating. And he's like, hey, don't fucking firebomb us. We're still alive down here. And here they come and they're just like, oh, they're still alive. All right, fuck off. And they just fly away. And it's like, okay, I feel like in a normal <laughs> world, they would have been like, hey, general, there's some guy saying he's still in there. What should we do? He's going to be like, firebomb the place. Roll credits. Right. <laughs> I wish, I really wish more games and movies would end like that. Yeah. Instead no happy ending. Hat, yeah. Just like, no, this isn't how yeah. the world works. You're All your efforts went to nothing. <laughs> like that one moment in Call of Duty Modern Warfare where your guy gets hit by the nuke 
And you're yeah. like, oh, we're going to have the happy ending of him getting out of the, the helicopter and you just like slowly crawl to your death and die. Yep. That was like, it. Oh, that was... You just fizzle out. Very satisfying. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, well, shit, that's war, man. That's, uh, that's realistic. I'm glad you guys did that. Yeah. I'm a little sad now, but hey, <laughs> it's better and, than angry. And like falling back to like the whole like rise, his character... And, like, what he was trying to accomplish. I'm like, this, it just felt, like, if they would have taken his element completely out of the game, I feel like it would have changed fucking nothing. My issue with Rise was that he was very clearly supposed to be whatever the guy's name was from Far Cry 3. Yes. But without all of the interest. Because, like, Far Cry, the way that they characterized, I wish I remembered his name. Um, He was the dude with the mohawk, right? Yeah. Yeah, He was so well done, and you had so many conversations with him, and so many moments where it was, they showed his insanity, and, like, the minor ways that he interacted with other characters, and the way that he was, like, always on a knife's edge and kind of goofy. They did a very good job of explaining why he would be doing some of the more insane things he was doing without yeah. telling you. Exactly. Whereas Rise... You barely interact with the character, so you'll just like walk into a building and he's like, and you stole from me, so I'm taking your hand. Yeah. Which hand do you want? I'm going to take the hand you want. Ha 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 ha. I'm so evil. Yeah, I'm crazy. You're like, but you're kind of not. Like, I haven't really been given any context with which to judge your character. Yeah. And it seemed like he was like, he went, he went straight to 100% like almost instantaneously. Like, at first yeah. he was kind of like, oh, this guy kind of seems just a little off the wall. And then all of a sudden he's just like, hey, guess what? I'm bat-fucking-shit-crazy, motherfucker. We're gonna destroy the entire place! You're like, why? It's like, wait, hold on a minute, man. I'm like, wait, wait, can we talk about this for a couple minutes? Do you nope. have a reason for what you're doing? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's like, yeah, I just like things being uh, fucked up, so I'm just gonna do whatever I can to keep making this going. Yeah. No, I wasn't a huge fan of Rise. I didn't really it just felt like it was like forced in there almost like i felt like the game literally could have been if they didn't even touch base on that whole aspect i felt like it would have been just as impactful yeah no i have to agree with you on that unfortunately yeah and I the ending oh my fucking god the ending when you have to go through that because i didn't polish it off the second time and i don't really remember what happened the first time i played it so essentially you meet him on top of this massive skyscraper um, you go through a quick time event, which I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You're literally going to end this with a quick time event right now. <laughs> so you do the quick time event, you, you end up stabbing him in the stomach and the knife's still stuck into him. So you pull the knife out and you put it up to his neck and you're just like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Like you're fucking dead. And then he's all of a sudden you get a change of heart. And you're like, no, I'm going to make you suffer now. And it's like, why? What is the point of letting this person <laughs> suffer? Just fucking kill him. He's already killed so many people that you quote unquote care about. So why not just end it for him now? So no, he doesn't. He ends up grabbing the, the data that is the second part of the data that he needed to complete the cure and everything. Sees the GRE flying on a helicopter. He's like, oh, sweet. The GRE's here. Let's talk to them. And then here comes fucking Rise behind you. Goldberg spears you onto a container that's hanging 6,000 feet in the fucking air. You're dangling by a thread. He offers to, like, give me the give me the data, and I'll give you a quick death. And uh, at least, the, you know, the virus won't leave the city. But if you take it with you, then I'm going to make sure that it goes worldwide or something to that fact. And then, and then as your character's like, okay, fine, here, have it, and you give it to him. 
you pull out this knife that was stuck into you previously, stab him in the neck then, and then he falls to his death. And I'm like, if you just would have had the balls to stab him in the fucking beginning, you wouldn't be dangling 6,000 feet in the air, clinging onto this fucking uh, shipping container, and having an argument with the GRE. It was just so ridiculous. I'm going to be honest, I don't remember any of that. Really? <laughs> so, yeah, let me give a little bit of a background on, on my history with this game. So, the first time I played it, I played it with the rest of the guys. So, it was me, uh, Mark, Kevin, and our other friend, Kyle, okay. who maybe someday I'll get him to come on this. He's pretty hesitant. Um, but we were all playing it together, and I was not having a good time at all. And I think the reason was the multiplayer aspect just ruined all of the atmosphere for me. Yeah. So all the tension and all the the fun combat I wasn't having because there were other people playing who were, you know, I'm trying to pay attention to the story and they're fucking jumping around like idiots or skipping cutscenes <laughs> and shit. And I'm just like, this is not fun. And more importantly, like getting into a little bit of the details of why I didn't like the multiplayer, which is very unfortunate because I really wanted to have fun with the multiplayer. Yeah. Everyone got the drop kick and the slide kick very quickly, and we basically never used weapons. Like, uh, we were all just fucking drop kicking zombies off of ledges and kicking <laughs> their faces, and no one bothered with weapons because it was unnecessary. Jesus. <laughs> so you just, you'd hit this massive amount of zombies, everyone would go fucking sideways at them, and then you just, everyone's in a, in a big circle just kicking their heads in. It was ridiculous <laughs> that um, sounds like it's an entirely different game at that at that point it, it is it's it was not fun because it got very tedious and repetitive quickly because you we weren't playing with any of the different weapons there was no tension to any of the fighting because you know if it's at night and we're running somewhere and someone falls everyone just keeps going yeah like, they didn't stop to come back and help there's like oh see ya have fun see ya. good luck alive. <laughs> yeah so, which then highlighted the the story for me. So I'm just like, this is dumb. And I think by the by the time you got to the point where Jade gets killed, I was not having it. I'm just like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. I just want to. I want to beat the game so we can say we beat the game so we can go do anything else right now. Um, which that was the only time I beat it. So I don't remember what happened at the end because I think I was pretty much just like just reading Mashing articles escape on, online instead of paying attention to the game <laughs> just like are we done yet can i go play terraria did they, instead did they stop talking already okay great yeah cool and not to mention we're probably making fun of the cutscenes the entire time and taking the piss out of all the characters emotions yeah it's not helping to make me remember what happened yeah that's i usually for me when it comes to like gaming with friends i try and at least try and play the story myself first because i know it's just going to turn into a shit pool of just like, look at this idiot. And then everyone's, it's just going to be insults after insults right. on these characters. Right. Turns into MST 3000 immediately. <laughs> exactly. Done. <laughs> I'm going to be trying to find the funniest thing to say now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. not interested in what's happening at all. No, my second playthrough is a lot better. Playing it on my own was so much better, but I, I have no idea how the game ended. Like, I really don't remember any of what you told me. It it did not end well. Let's just say that. <laughs> and then I guess I guess at the very end, you end up staying there and like seeing seeing like the cure all the way through, I guess, or something. And maybe that's what the second one or the DLC ties into. I'm not entirely sure. 
but yeah it wasn't like a conclusion it was just more of like a okay this is gonna keep going all right i'm done now here's an excuse to let you play in the sandbox more yeah exactly oh there's still side missions out there you need to do the little boy's missing his teddy bear go get it (laughs) so i'm assuming you didn't like the side missions (laughs) not really i it like if I couldn't care about the main characters, there's one thing I care less about is the side characters. <laughs> well, what'd you think about the hide and seek games with the kids? I didn't play that one. I didn't. Uh, I, I avoided that one because you told me about that one. <laughs> there are quite a few moments where they'd make you go find a kid in someone's house. Oh. And after you clear out the house, you just hear the kid crying somewhere and it's like, well, the entire house is now orange, meaning your objective is somewhere here. Go find yeah. him. Congratulations. You're like, I'm about this close to leaving this kid here. <laughs> Let's just, there should be an option to use your Molotov cocktails and smoke the children out. <laughs> Burn the house down. <laughs> Burn the house down. And if they come out, they're in there. <laughs> We're giving you your Darwin test. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you don't come out, you don't get your reward. <laughs> And that's what we call living, Timmy. Hold that close to your heart. (laughs) But I wanted to sit in my closet until my mommy saved me. Here's your Darwin Award. (laughs) (laughs) And you survived. Uh, Oh, man. Anyway, yeah, I mean, the the story was about as bare bones as they could possibly get away with. I thought it had its moments that that made it interesting and I kind of gave a shit, but I I can't fault you for thinking it was shit. Yeah, I mean, like, if they would have done away with possibly the the whole Rise guys situation and, like, focused more on, like, trying to, like, get a cure going and stuff like that, I feel like I probably would have enjoyed it anymore, or enjoyed it more, because the Rise thing just felt, like, tropey after a while. It's like, okay, this guy's fucking crazy, he wants to go off and do, like, all this nutty shit for no fucking reason at all, hates my guts for some some goddamn reason. And it's just like, it just it felt so forced in there to give you like more of a reason to like explore the city and go to different areas and shit. Yeah. Um, but I mean, even if they took Rise out of it, you're still left with the government group you're stuck with is evil. Who yeah. would have thought? Yeah. And like, they sh- honestly should have focused more on that. Like, hey, maybe the GRE starts invading the this one area and you go in there and there's actually like soldiers populated around and stuff like that instead of zombies and shit. Like, add a whole new element to the game. Here's a crazy idea. How about you don't switch sides? Yeah. Just stick once, with it. Just fucking once you yeah. can stay with the you, people you started with. You fucking do your goddamn job you were hired to do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but look, little Jimmy doesn't want to be eaten by yeah. zombies. Fuck you. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> I don't I'm have get- to deal with this in 12 hours. I'm gone. Too many people I've killed. I don't give a fuck. I'm I like- have crazy amounts of PTSD. <laughs> And, like, the whole fact that you, like, all of a sudden developed, like, this love relationship with that Jade character, it was just like, this is so forced down my throat, it's unbelievable right now. I'm literally gagging on it. Well, and yeah, then that was, like, that love interest was so... If you just played through the campaign without side questing a lot, it would have felt so stalkery. Yeah. Like, you just walk into a room and you're like, ugh. I love you. (laughs) That's... And that's it, because like within probably the first couple missions, all of a sudden it's very obvious that you're in love with this person. Yeah. And if you don't have all the extra like time put into the game to kind of put those off, that you could be like, oh yeah, I haven't seen you in a while. This is a reasonable amount of time to decide 
that you like this person. Yeah. It's like, no, I came in and within two hours, so we're going to fuck. Yeah, I think I fucking love you. <laughs> it's like a 13-year-old. He's like looking at her. He's like, are you, are you feeling this? Because I'm feeling it. Uh, do, you, do you feel the love string between us? Whoa. <laughs> I know we're surrounded by dead people and a whole bunch of missing people, but like, I'm feeling kind of hot for you right now. <laughs> that that zombie guts you just got done spreading all over your body is turning me on. <laughs> I really like how the guts glisten in your hair. <laughs> oh, I'm a necrophiliac. I'm gonna go kill myself. <laughs> oh, I'm actually I'm actually in the right place now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hmm. <laughs> so when are you gonna die? Yeah. <laughs> do you mind if i have your body afterwards <laughs> oh wait i don't care <laughs> it's for scientific purposes consent doesn't matter after you're dead <laughs> you can't say no if you're dead it's true <laughs> and that's what the game was about now yep. i understand necrophilia Glad we hash that out <laughs> dying light necrophilia story <laughs> uh a gateway to necrophilia <laughs> Uh, well, with that horrible joke, <laughs> where would you put this in terms of of ranking? Of like, I ought to explain this for for your sake. Uh, the okay. way we do rankings is we're not going to give it like a thumbs up, thumbs down, or like a ten out of ten because I think that's these kind of discussions are too complex to kind of put it down to something like that. Okay. So we kind of throw them into like, is it a game you would ever want to play again, or is this so shit that you would never even touch it? Like even if all of your all of your hobbies were vaporized and this was the only thing left, um, I would I would play it again, but I probably wouldn't play it in the terms of like completing the story again. I would much more prefer to play it just like a strictly like oh, I already beat the story now it's just open world side quest do whatever the hell you want. I think I would enjoy it a lot more in that sense rather than like just trying to like truck through and get the story done and be like wow this wasn't told that well now i hate it <laughs> yeah i could see that because so, that's kind of how i've been treating it yeah i mean like if i because i feel like to me the game is almost two separate games in one you have the story stuff and then you have everything else everything else is way more appealing than the story stuff but since they kind of like if you if you're just starting out playing the game, you kind of have to play the story in order to keep like progressing and get like better stuff and like I mean yeah you can do side quests too, but you also get like a lot more incentive to do the story. So it's kind of like once you're done that section, it turns into a way better game in my opinion. You're not wrong. I mean, the majority of the stuff that I liked about the game had nothing to do with the story. So exactly. <laughs> And that's what kind of sucks because, like, coming from me, like, a person who's a very story-driven type person, like, if you have a good story, I'm I'm in it 110%, but as soon as that one tropey thing happens it pulls me out of it, I am making fun of it all the way till the fucking credits roll. Yeah, this gave you a lot of stuff to make fun of. <laughs> oh, God, yes, it did. <laughs> it only would have been worse if you had, like, a, a kid sidekick trailing along with you. Yeah, just making like fucking one line one liners the entire time. Oh yeah. my god. Not allowed to kill them. Yeah, it's just like you don't know how badly I want to feed you to everything that's in front of me right now. Great. I'm gonna I'm gonna climb up to the top of this building, I'm gonna hold you off the edge and uh. punch you <laughs> off. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> yeah, as for me, this has slowly been working its way from like I really 
I like the game, but I don't think I'm ever going to play it again to like higher and higher in like my favorite games. It's definitely not top 10 or even top 20, but it's I I am going to play it even after we're done recording. This is my go to for like just blowing off steam at the moment. Yeah, if you want, like, a good, like, just fuck-around game and kind of just, like, do literally almost whatever you want to a certain extent as far as what you can do in a zombie-type game, this is the one to play, in my opinion, compared to, like, any of the other, like, RPG-esque zombie games. I wish that they would take this game and Seven Days to Die and put them together. Because, like, if they had this kind of movement style and fighting mixed with the survival parts of seven days to die in the crafting yeah, yeah that I agree. would be my perfect zombie game which i'm kind of surprised in why they didn't go that route almost well because if they went down the building aspect this game would be so much more complicated true yeah you would and, definitely need a pc to play it on then <laughs> yeah yeah or they do it badly like fallout did with its building oh, oh yeah let's not dive yeah, down that that's hole. that's a fucking rabbit hole and a half um but yeah, now that's where it sits with me. Okay. We also do these like really garbage one-liners just because I thought they were funny. So um, if you were to try and break this down into like a single sentence or a single long run-on sentence of your feelings about the game, like uh... for me, it'd be, I'm trying to stay away from necrophilia because now that we said that, <laughs> it's just like stuck in my brain. <laughs> The best time I ever had fucking a corpse. No, 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 no. Um, the worst time I ever had fucking a corpse. <laughs> Dying um, light. It's better than fucking a corpse. <laughs> uh, I mean, well, that's that's up to your own perception at that point. <laughs> that's personal preference. <laughs> I mean, we're talking like how hot's the dead body, you know, like how decomposed is it? Yeah, well, I mean, most of them in here are pretty far gone. That's true, yeah. Um, God, one liner for this game. Uh, shit. I was not prepared for this. That's fine. That's how this always goes. And I'll just edit out all this umming and ahhing. Yeah, right. <laughs> or, it's like, uh. Or I'll do what think. I do a lot of the times and tell people I'm going to edit it out and then don't. <laughs> just keep it like real long. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're going to edit this out, right? Uh huh. Oh, God. I'm trying to think of something like witty and funny, but nothing's caught in my mind. I want to say, like, <laughs> dying like don't play for the story i don't know <laughs> um dying light i wish all the story characters died earlier yeah dying light the the story is just like one giant bloater it blows all over your face and it's over as quickly as it started hmm <laughs> <laughs> decomposing cum what <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so yeah, no, I think that's, uh, as you mentioned earlier, we've beaten this horse into the second layer of the earth. So I, I think we're yeah. done. I don't think we need to talk about this anymore. Yeah. Uh, so as for what's coming up next, I am going to transition while I bring up things in another tab. Okay. What we have on coming up next is, uh, Kevin is supposed to be playing Fallout 1. We'll see when he eventually gets to beating that game. <laughs> Shouldn't be taking him this long. It's not a long game. Um, him and Mark are supposed to be playing For Honor. Eric's been playing Project Zomboid. I gotta go through Infested Planet, which I'm not looking forward to. That game looks like garbage. <laughs> uh, I'm also playing through Assassin's Creed. I 
think I'm about halfway through that. It's kind of hard to tell. Okay. Um, I've been pretty much just powering through the story, just trying to get it done with. Yeah. But the problem with that game is you got to like actually pay attention. So a lot of the times I've had recently to play games have not been like, I'm going to focus and like take notes kind of gaming. It's been a lot of, I've got a few minutes to dick around. I'll just play Terraria for a bit and hope I don't die. <laughs> um, so that's probably going to get done sooner than later. Okay. Then Mark's got me playing Divinity Original Sin, which is like a fucking 140 hour game. Jesus. So I have no idea how the f- what I'm going to do with that because they we have a limit. I'm not allowed to play more than 40 hours of a game. So that's going to be hard. We had to impose that role on me because of uh, <laughs> here's my magic five. <laughs> uh, uh, Mark also has me playing Rocket League, which I'm really not looking forward to. Oh, God, that's going to be a five minute review. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this game is shit. <laughs> this Done. game's garbage. Done. <laughs> Don't play it. It's full of assholes now. Yeah. Every single person in here is just a giant cunt, and I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> um, and then Kerbal Space Program, I've got Mark playing that, which okay. will be fun. I'm, he's going to get so frustrated, and it's going to be beautiful. <laughs> it's so hard. Is it really? It is, because you actually have to build a spaceship. Um, oh, yeah. And it's not like you got to get the weighting down properly. You have to balance out where the rocket boosters are. You have to put in, like, the specific types of fuel. Damn, if it you want that in depth. If you want to have, like, a, a connection that breaks off, like, a staged rocket, you yeah. have to actually put that in and support it properly. It's That's crazy. It has aerodynamics actually built into the game. You can... It's, it's a fucking awesome game. Um, I played... Yeah, if you're an engineer. <laughs> well... I'm I mean, an engineer. Well, yeah, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? I forgot. Yeah, I've got 92 hours in that game. God damn. Um, I have, No, I played the shit out of that game. It For a brief, since we're on the topic, the one time that we were playing that game, um, Kevin and I, we were, you can't actually play multiplayer, but we were just kind of like watching over each other's shoulders and you know, co-designing stuff. Mm-hmm. And we had one objective. I'm like, let's just see if we can get to the moon. I think we can do it. And like 40 hours later, <laughs> we actually <laughs> managed to do it. And like the amount of work it took to get something up there, to balance it all right, to mm-hmm. actually get the trajectory right, to get it over to the moon and then get it to land without exploding. It was horrendous. <laughs> and then after you're done, you're just like, I fucking There's, did it. Yeah, that's it. Here's like <laughs> now I have a screenshot of my dinky little rover on the moon. Yeah, and the game's just like, yeah, that's it. All right, yeah. keep going. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna build next? Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> no, it's it's a very fun game if you're if you like building stuff and and playing with that kind of kind of stuff. It, it's a very intricate and deep game. Yeah, I feel um, like if you're gonna if you're gonna go for it, go for it. Like especially with that type of game, like how in depth it is. If you're gonna do it, like if you're gonna want to have people fly to different planets, like I don't know how far extensive it is, but oh, you can go to different planets. Like, yeah, like if you want to do that, like type of stuff, and you want to have people engineer like their entire spacecraft, give them all, give them all of it. Like how you said the, the aerodynamics and everything are in it, so it's like you might as well. Like why not now? Yeah, it's 
it's a lot of fun and i know mark's gonna get so upset he'll probably play like an hour of it and say fuck it i'm done yes i can't deal with this shit no more (laughs) yeah which is why we have the other side of that limit i can't play more than 40 hours and no one's allowed to play less than eight oh okay that's (laughs) that's fair (laughs) yeah uh it's gonna be fun he's gonna be so upset or he's gonna do really well at it and then i'm gonna be upset because he's gonna be like oh yeah did you ever get to this world and be like Go kill yeah, yourself. He's gonna get to the moon in like a half hour and she'll be like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like whenever we were reviewing Dark Souls with Kevin, Kevin's like, Yeah, it took me all of ten hours to get to the spot. Mark's like, Yeah, I did that in two. <laughs> <laughs> Just undermine him real super hard. Fuck you. <laughs> you know that boss you couldn't beat? Yeah, I cut its tail off and killed it with it. <laughs> fuck you. Son of a bitch. You're such an asshole. I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> uh Anyway, so yeah, that's what's uh, that's what's coming up next. Uh, we okay. probably need to do a little bit of figuring out who's who's going when, but um, we've got a bit of material saved up at this point, so we have some time to to do the planning. Oh, that's good. Okay. Um, and as for the usual social media things, you can find us on uh, on Facebook, our Utter Descent Facebook page. As always, I have a, my Facebook profile is Utter Descent because I didn't know how to do that initially, so. If it's confusing, I don't care. Yeah. That's the way it is. <laughs> Just know which one to look for. Yeah. Um, as for Twitter, you can follow us at Utter Descent. And if you want to look us up on any of the podcasting sites, we're on all of them. Our main one's Podbean, but we're also on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. We're on all of them. Um, if you're looking for all of the episodes, you might have to look on specific sites like Podbean. Because I know Stitcher keeps wanting us to pay them money to have all of them up, and I'm not doing that. That's just... Yeah, screw that. We don't have a Patreon, so... Yeah. <laughs> we need to make some money on this before we can actually start paying all these sites to let us have all of our material <laughs> yeah. up. But uh, I think we've got nothing else to say, so <laughs> we'll catch you guys next time. All right, see you, everybody. <laughs>